Are you looking for something sweet to do? King, Queen, and Princess's Sweet Eats will be at Black Market Houston September 3rd, located inside Buffalo Soldiers National Museum, and that has some original New Orleans-style pralines. September 3rd at Black Market Houston. Tell them the Gems of Juice podcast sent you. Don't forget, you can order some pralines at kqnpse.myshopify.com. Use the code word Gems of Juice to get 15% off your sweets. That's kqnpse.myshopify.com. Code word Gems and Juice. King, Queen, and princesses sweet eats so you qualify i'm on west time west time and some foreign 200,000 motherfucker what you know about this man true sauce oh yeah oh flavor lasts forever happy saturday let's get it I had to make some money and it made me a designer. Riding in that point, looking good on it. West Timer. Sussing on them bitches so you know it's so sauce. Don't let the sauce fool you cause you don't want no problem. I'm designer. I live my West Timer. Let's go. Your bitch wanna. Shout out to the sauce twins. You don't want no problem. It's a sauce walk a day, man. Talking about sticks, but you ain't never hit a nigga. Where the fuck did y'all get these niggas? You went to college and rapping about people. New sauce walker verse. Nigga, she said your pussy. This ain't it. A real nigga. I'm back on that nigga shit. They put in the 33 by back a real. Sauce Walker was on West Side's Gun album, man. Good shit. You rappers ain't with the shit. You singing the body, but you ain't with the shit. I really didn't live the shit. So fuck all that dripping. I'm back on that nigga shit. Let's go. A new diamond test on. Rocking them CBD diamonds, you know you wrong. You lying in that song. Only blood you ever use. Where the bitches at? You leave the titties. Where the fucking titties in the bitches? You dope with a beep on. The fuck is you geeking on? Boy, you know you had a good job. Why you acting bad? I still remember your name tag. Nigga, buy a gun name, Mad Max. Boy, you know. This a funny ass diss song, man. Take me chopper pop mm-hmm. shit. Classic, Niggas rap about sticks. You train every recovery after you drop this. For real. Really <laughs> Ain't nobody talking about that. Really split a nigga. This rap shit full of gimmick niggas. Left the street to drip, but I did. Copycat, make believe. Here we go. Be G.I. Joe never was a street gangster. Went to college, had a job. Recommendation, resume ass niggas. Oh, Justin Timberlake. I want it that way. Tell me why ass nigga. Double dead. I share my son with another nigga ass nigga. I need a girlfriend singing ass cropping <laughs> Copycat, I wanna be five years young ass nigga. Oh, kiss, kiss, I kiss 30 rap dicks, model bitch ass, face ass niggas. Oh motherfucker me, I never sold dope. I watched my cousin do it, so I was influenced ass niggas. Oh motherfucker me. Geometry chess scholar, motherfucker me, teacher's pet. But I Ran up a check with a nine in a brick while I was studying for my math test ass niggas. <laughs> Shout out to Walk uh, Sauce Walker, man. 
motherfucking yeah, legend. Man. He really is, dog. He really is, man. He's really the last Houston, le the newest Houston legend. The person we can confidently call a legend, man. Yeah, this is like an early legend because I wouldn't consider him like a super OG yeah. as far as like been in the rap game for uh, over 15 years or nothing like that. But he's like a young legend to me. And, you know, that's... That's dope, man. You usually don't crown young people like this a, a legend. That's true. He's kind of in that J. Cole lane, man, where J. Cole ain't an OG OG, but he's still like, he's been around 10 plus years. South Walker been around for a long time now, too. Yeah. But he ain't like, you don't see him as an old dude. Like, he's still a young dude. So, yeah, yeah, man, definitely a legend, a young legend in the game. Uh, hopefully one day we'll get him on the podcast. That will be a legendary podcast to have, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, maybe one day. One, Maybe one day. I know he's a man of the people, yeah. so I'm not going to say it's impossible. Yeah. But it's yeah. just improbable. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get him on. I'm going to try to um, – I ain't going to lie. I'm going to try to use DJ Hollywood, man. Shout out oh, to DJ Hollywood. Oh, hell yeah. Look. Yes, yes. Like, dog, <laughs> do me a favor, man. <laughs> If y'all ain't heard the interview with DJ Holly Grove, make sure y'all check out last podcast as well as on our YouTube page. If you just want to see the interview itself, a uh, great discussion with DJ Holly Grove is a long discussion, but it's really good. We basically talked about everything we could talk about, man, in terms yeah. of Houston music, the chop stars, you know, new artists coming up, uh, DJs versus artists battles sometimes like everything you want to hear. If you really into music, so make sure y'all check out that interview. Funny dude, too. Yeah. So make sure y'all check that out on YouTube. And shout out to DJ Hollygrove, of course, yeah. for coming on our podcast and blessing us with a great interview. Yeah, so. and pray and real quick, prayers to New Orleans, too, man. Um, yeah. So hurricane coming, and it's, it's not looking good. So just prayers, be safe. <laughs> yeah, prayers. Yeah, man, everybody be safe in the Louisiana area. Make sure, I mean, Louisiana, they they prepare for this at this point, man. They know what time it is. Kind of same with Houston. Yeah. Like, I, I I don't know if we're there yet, though, because there's still a lot of panicking. Like, yes. I went to the store yesterday, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, this storm ain't even really supposed to hit us, but yeah. I want to go get some water just in case there's some panic later on. <laughs> I went to the store, and all the water was gone, dog. Basically, yeah. all the water was gone. There was still Aquafina. distilled water. Yeah, some of the <laughs> shitty, like the distilled water. It's like distilled water, but all the spring water was gone. Like, you could tell people were stacking up. So yeah. like, it wasn't panic, panic, but it was still, uh, you know, people heard the word hurricane. Yeah. and. Go coast of Texas, possibly buy everything. And exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, everybody, make sure y'all stay safe in Louisiana. Of course, our thoughts are with y'all. So, hopefully, this thing ain't ain't as big or as problematic as some of the worst hurricanes we've had to live through in the past few years. Four years since Harvey, man. It, yeah, the, the time is really flying by. Dog. It, was it seems like time. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and people are still they're doing some stories follow up following up on people who still haven't recovered, man. So it's Yeah. Hurricanes ain't no fucking joke, dog. The only yeah. reason I would move from Texas and Houston would be these fucking rain floods and hurricanes, man. I love the city, I love the state, but these hurricanes ain't ain't the wave, dog. I'm getting sick of this shit, honestly. Yeah, and it seemed like it's getting worse too. It seemed like it's yes. more often. I, sometimes I don't know because sometimes, you know, we're we're at the point now in our lives where you remember it a little more. 
But yeah, it does seem like it's, you know, luckily yeah. we were spared last year. Nothing big happened last year, yeah. which we couldn't take COVID plus a hurricane. So I'm glad we were spared yeah. last year. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. The hurricane say, all right, I see, I, I see you going through something, <laughs> but nigga, I'll be back. Yeah. 2021. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No promises, man. Y'all yeah. shit might get wrecked again. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, everybody, of course, be safe. Take precautions. Make sure y'all prepared for the worst just in case. Now's the time to stock up on shit in case you haven't. Yeah. So, I'm, I just, <laughs> I'm contradicting myself at this point because yeah. I just said, go don't go panic buy buying. Shit. Yeah. But, nah, just make sure. Just like, make sure you're good. Exactly. Make sure you got an emergency kit. Make sure you got emergency food. Of course, a generator if you can get one. All that good shit. Y'all know what to do, man. Y'all know the drill at this point. At least y'all should. But anyway, we digress. Let's get into the podcast, man. Jay Prince, let the people know what they're listening to. The gems and juice. We are back at it. A whole lot to talk about, man. It really caught me by surprise. Uh, Some of this stuff seems like it was longer than a week ago. Yeah. But... We have a lot to catch up on, man. A lot has happened in hip hop and culture since our last podcast, and we've got to break all that down for your convenience and make it easily digestible for your taste and your time. So y'all ain't got to go back and read the timeline and all the history of this year. We're going to break it down and let y'all know what's really happening in the world of hip hop and culture and whatnot. Uh, but first off, man, Figgy Fig doing a damn thing. How you been, bro? Man, I've been chilling, man. It's been a good week. Um, yeah, man, the weekend here, uh, I, I just been looking out the window for these hurricanes, but I think Houston might be good right now. Yeah. But um yeah, man, I've been chilling. I've been um watching I've been watching a lot of TV lately, man. I've been uh I usually don't do this, but I've been watching the news. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because a lot of people was like, "Oh shit, this country is going up in storm." And I I looked and I was looking at all I was watching the world news pretty much. And the whole, you know, Afghanistan and all that shit going on. So I hit my father up because he be keeping up with all that shit. <laughs> so he, he gave me the rundown of what's going on because I have no fucking clue. But he kind of gave me the rundown of what was going on. So I was just like, damn. And uh, what's funny is, um, it, first of all, it's funny seeing people like, see, Joe Biden, see? Y'all, y'all niggas voted for him. <laughs> See what he doing? But um, I was sitting there watching him talk because he had talked a couple days ago, and I'm looking. At, I'm like, man, something is wrong with this dude. Like this dude, it look like it, it clearly looked like he got dementia. I, I think he got dementia, and I think somebody probably just running the show behind him <laughs> because he looked like he could barely talk. <laughs> A, a lot of people have already theorized that Joe Biden is not going to make four years. Yeah. And at some point, Kamala Harris is going to step in and assume the presidency. Um, mm. I don't know if it'll come to that. But, yeah, he is. Yeah. Sometimes, especially when he is speaking off the cuff, <laughs> uh, he easily gets lost and, and confused. And, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of scary, man. You yeah. can tell, like, mentally he's starting to lose it. No, so, he was up there looking like Mickey Donovan from Ray Donovan. <laughs> uh, I, I think uh what's his name uh john wright i think I, i'm trying to think of the actor's real name but i think it's john wright yeah i know you're talking about yeah. i call him ray donovan and everything <laughs> no matter what because that guy's in a lot of shit but i'll just call him ray donovan because that's easy to remember i know you're talking about <laughs> 
Yeah, but um, yeah, his uh, shit. Why the fuck I'm blanking on this name? But oh well, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, John, yeah, his, his name John Voight. Oh, oh, John him. Voight. I yeah. thought you meant the main character. Oh, him, no, John. Yeah, he's been yeah. in a lot of shit. Yeah, his uh, he's he plays um, Ray Donovan's dad. In the, That's in the uh, An- uh, Angelina Jolie's dad, ain't it? Is it? Oh, I, I. Yeah, I think okay. so. Is it? Okay. Damn, I ain't know that. <laughs> uh, let me double check for I. I believe. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that is her father. So. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, man. But yeah, um, he look, uh, Joe Biden looked just like him, man. Yeah. <laughs> so every time I see him speaking, I'm like, man, just imagine if Mickey Donovan from uh, Ray Donovan just get up there <laughs> and become president. Because if you follow the show, he. He be into all type of illegal shit, breaking out of prison and all type. He be on the run for shit. And uh, I'm like, damn, just imagine if he became president and on the show. That would be Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's scary times. I had to double check because I know in Tomb Raider, John Voight played Angelina Jolie's dad. So I had to make sure it wasn't just the movie and it was oh. real life too. But yeah, it's her dad. But uh, yeah, man, it's scary. It, it, I, I think the theorists are right. I think uh, at some point um, he will be assumed like he he couldn't he can't do the presidency no more. Like he's gonna start to lose it. And I think Kamala Harris will be the first woman president. Man, I feel like if you've been looking at how they've been addressing this presidency, you could tell like they're forecasting it, man. Yeah. They say the Biden Harris administration, yeah, which is the first time they've ever called any administration. Yes, in the Bush administration, yes, Obama Trump administration, Obama administration has never been Obama Biden administration. It's never been Trump and who was the fucking vice president for Trump? I already forgot his fucking name. Yeah, Mike Pence. It it was never that, but suddenly it's the. Biden Harris administration. I think they're forecasting that she'll eventually be president. Yeah. So mm, at least we'll have the uh, the memes of her walking places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did it, Joe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, as far as me, I've actually been keeping up with a lot of soccer news lately, man. Really? Be- you yes. a soccer guy? I I, I want to be. I want to <laughs> be because. Quiet is kept. Soccer Twitter is like the best sports Twitter to be on, dog. Mm. The memes are funny as shit. The jokes are funny as shit. Like, that's the most lit sports Twitter, I think, even better than NBA and way better than NFL Twitter. But the sport itself is fucking boring, dog. <laughs> like, I be trying to watch matches, man. And yeah. when a game ends in the nil-nil, zero-zero draw, yeah. I'm like, I just wasted my time watching this bullshit, yeah, man. Nobody Ain't nobody won. even won. Yeah. But the, the fucking, the, uh, the fan base is so funny, man. There's so many memes. <laughs> and one of my best friends is super into it. He's a Chelsea fan. Mm. And he's super, like, he grew up in L.A. He's never even been to, like, England and shit, but he's a <laughs> hardcore soccer fan. He's a hardcore Chelsea fan, and he's been trying to get me into it. Um, I've been rooting for PSG because I'm a big fan of uh, Kali and Mbappe. Who? But Mbappe, Mbappe, <laughs> Mbappe, man, he's a little swaggy lung young nigga who <laughs> is uh, one of the best players in soccer right now, but he's about to leave, and mm-hmm. they just brought in Messi. Who, of course, is the best uh, soccer player of all time. Yeah. So a lot of crazy shit. Ronaldo's going back to his old team. 
uh, a lot of crazy shit is happening right now in soccer, man. So I've actually been keeping <laughs> up on soccer news for the first time ever, man. It's been kind of lit. I've been watching seeing, the fan I've base. been seeing it more on the um, ESPN time, uh, the little time ticker at the bottom. Yeah. Like so-and-so signed with Chelsea or so-and-so signed with so-and-so. I'm like, why the fuck is they keep updating on this? I'm like, damn, <laughs> this must be a big deal. Because usually you only hear the messies or the Beckhams mm-hmm. and shit like that. But it was like <laughs> taking over the little uh, sports center ticker. <laughs> yeah, nah, this is, this is one of the craziest transfer seasons in the history of the sport, man. It's, it's kind of like the season when Durant went to the Warriors. And, you know, these crazy NBA off seasons where all the big stars move around. This yeah. is kind of like that for soccer. So many big players are moving and leaving their teams that they've been a part of for so long now, man. Nobody thought Messi would leave Barcelona, but he's gone now. And uh, shit's crazy, man. Shit's man. crazy. So, okay. You if, if you, if go ahead, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, if you ever want to get into a, the sport, now it's probably a good time because shit's heating up. Uh, the Champions League, when that starts, it's going to be big. So if you want to get into the sport, now's probably a good time, man. Just pick you a team. The hardest thing is picking a team. Like that, that's the hardest thing because you got to, I mean, pe- soccer people are ride or die with their team too. Yeah. So you just got to find a team with players you like and, and just do the damn thing, man. But yeah, it's, it's a lot of shit going on in soccer <laughs> right now. I know a lot of people don't care. And I used to be that dude, but nah, it, the, the fan base and their reactions are really fun to watch and be a part of. So mm. yeah, man. Okay. Okay. I'm about to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, no, I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to check it out. <laughs> I was about to say I, I might have to check that out. I'm like, nah. I, I try. Yeah. I tried a couple times, but I don't I, like. Like you said, it's, it's a little too boring for me, and I feel like I'm way far behind. I need. I, I feel like if I was gonna get into it, I would have been got into it. I mean, you just start by watching it, man, and, and watching the Twitter and seeing what people do. There's documentaries on teams if you ever want to pick a team and like see the history of it. But uh, really, I would say the World Cup is the probably the best time because the World Cup is always lit. Um, the World Cup is always lit. But that's every four years. So, so far, few and far yeah. between. The Champions League is always lit. So, yeah, there's certain I mean, you can't be watching every soccer match because a lot of them shit's be boring and they're in meaningless leagues i don't mean nothing but yeah the champions league is a good time to start that's every year and that's a uh uh definitely a huge tournament in soccer that everybody pays attention to so when that shit starts good time to jump into it maybe but i digress when this ain't no soccer podcast man i was gonna say you've been watching some movies or tv shows (sighs) nothing new honestly man you know what i've been watching i've been watching Reno 911 again really? on HBO Max. Yes. <laughs> Reno 911. I forgot how funny that fucking show is, man. But I randomly saw a clip on YouTube and I was like, man. And then somebody in the comments said uh, they've been watching on HBO Max. I didn't know it was on HBO Max. Mm. So I hit the app. They got every episode on there. I've been running that back, man. I've been laughing so hard. Damn. That show is underrated, man. Damn. Really underrated. Damn, I'm gonna have to check that out. <laughs> Reno 911 is so fucking funny, man. And it was before like The Office. It was like a you know a realistic uh, comedy show, not realistic, but like there was no laugh track and shit. And this came like way before The Office, yeah. way before Arrested Development and all that. So it was really like breaking new ground. I don't think it gets enough credit for that, but yeah. that show was fucking hilarious, man. I'd be cracking up laughing at that shit. Damn, I've been watching um, Sex Life on um, Netflix. 
Okay. It's uh man, that show it, it, it's hilarious. It's pretty much about a girl who, you know, end up she she had a um uh, a whole life pretty much, but end up marrying some um rich or wealthy dude, I guess, or bit time dude, and she became a housewife. And I heard this. I it, saw the preview on Netflix. I never yeah. actually watched it though. Yeah, is it the, good? No, I think it's good. I think it's good. It's kind of wild because it's like it's the perfect example of the girl who um she she got the good life. She so she's pretty much Sierra. Yeah, uh, and she got the good life and all this other stuff, but she pretty much want to go back go back to future. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much the layout of the show. But I think it's it's pretty good. But it's like, man, this this girl is like, what the fuck is you doing, she girl? Shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'll a, bet they the show treats her like she's the hero. Yeah, <laughs> like I, she's I doing a good I thing. Finished, I ain't finished the show yet, but um, I heard at the end. But I ain't hear nothing good about this girl on on Twitter as far mm. as people talking about it. But uh, spoiler alert! I heard at the end that um, she ended up going back to the nigga that ain't shit. <laughs> It's just like, damn, that's <laughs> f- fucked up. Like, this girl yeah. had a whole family. <laughs> she had a whole family. She was good. She ain't had to work. This guy was, you know, he was a big time. I don't know what he did, but motherfucker um, funding over $40 million for cancer and shit. And, and she going back to the dude that pretty much was fucking her life up and being a piece of shit to her. It, it it was it's, it's wild, but it's I, being I, a hoe. Yeah, I think it's a good that excitement. Pretty much, <laughs> but it's it's a, it's a good show. I, I would advise everybody to check it out. Okay, okay. Yeah, just don't watch. It just don't watch it with no kids. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, it seemed like it's one of them shows. So yeah, yeah. Um, all right, man. Without further ado, let's get into some music. We got to break down some new releases. Um and we gonna go right for the fucking heavy hitter, man. I was thinking about teasing it, but nah, fuck it. We gonna kill yeah. you, give you all killer, no filler. We going <laughs> straight into the hits, man. And we gotta talk about the huge single that just dropped this week with Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar, who I did not know until this song dropped that they're cousins. Yeah, I ain't know that either. I say I, yeah. I seen the picture. And I ain't realized it until later today that, oh, like this this dude on the far right is Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> I ain't realized that, and I seen everybody face blocked out, but I only seen uh, I seen the one guy at you know on the far right, and I I realized that was Kendrick Lamar. I'm like, oh shit! And then I looked some more in the picture, and I seen ba- uh, Baby King. I'm like, oh, like that's that's strange. But I ain't realized they were uh, related. I didn't either. Their music is nothing alike, like (laughs) extremely nothing alike. I did like that Baby King project, uh, Die For My Bitch. That's some good gym music, (laughs) some good ignorant ass rap to be when you rolling around and just need some ignorant shit to play. Uh, But their music is nothing alike. I was surprised Kendrick was even on this song. Kind of me too. Yeah, so I I was kind of confused on that. Yeah, man, I had no idea, um, but apparently they're and I always get Baby Keen and Little Keed uh, mixed up too. Their <laughs> names are too fucking similar. Somebody got to change it. Little Keed and Baby Keen, and they both have little and oh, yeah. it's fucking. No, you know ugh. who I got mixed up today? I seen a track that said, um, "It's this dude named Babyface Ray," 
and yeah. it's Babyface Ray, and uh, it was a song featuring Big Sean and somebody else. I thought it was Babyface because all I seen was Babyface. I'm like, Baby, <laughs> I was like, Babyface got a song with Big Sean, <laughs> and I was I was so confused, and I'm like, oh, Babyface Ray. I'm like, man, should nobody name be Babyface at all? <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I agree. Some things are sacred, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. Baby Ray would have been fine. I don't know why you got to be Baby, baby Face, face Ray, Ray, but whatever. Yeah. There ain't there ain't no rules in the fucking get, rap game. I guarantee now. you, he have no idea who Baby Face is. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure he's heard of him, but I'm sure he he can't name you like three Baby Face songs. I, I doubt it. I, I'm sure he's heard of Baby Face, the singer. But I'm sure he can't name you like a babyface song if you asked him. But yeah, there's there, there's oh, no oh, way. Oh yeah, he like, heard though. This dude, 28 years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he up there, man. Uh, but anyway, we got to talk about the song, man. We got we got sidetracked a little bit. So uh, yeah, man. Um, it sounds like, I mean, it sounds like a Kendrick Lamar song. I say that much. Uh, Kendrick kind of took it over. I will say. Yeah. He did the thing with the beats, which uh, Baby Keem kicks it off, talking typical Baby Keem shit in his delivery. Um, and then the whole, uh, I will say this concept of this video was likely 100% Kendrick's direction because it did not seem like anything that fits Baby Keem's type of music. Yeah. Baby Keem is in there dan- uh, rapping alongside ballerinas and shit. <laughs> and because of the video dropped as well. I didn't mention that. The video dropped the same day. And in the video, yeah, it's very, very artsy and artistic and ignorant at the same time. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm sure that Kendrick was leading the creative uh, direction on this video. Um, lyrically, Kendrick, it was kind of similar to his control verse with him talking a lot of shit, saying, I'm back, y'all. Fuck Mm -hmm. your top five. Fuck that album. Fuck that single. You say, I'm smoking on top five, your top five tonight. Yeah. (laughs) That's saying a lot. (laughs) It is. It is. So he's talking that talk. Kendrick is officially back. And, uh, Figgy, we'll start with you, man. What were your thoughts about this song? How'd you feel about it? Um, overall, the song, I like the song a lot. Uh, I played it a few times and, um, we could go right to Kendrick verse, to be honest. Yes, 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 we can. (laughs) But, um, I, I, this kind of made me excited for the, um, for a Kendrick album, man. I realized we haven't heard anything for Kendrick in a, in a long time or, or anything like this. And, um. It, it show you that he still got it, man. I um because I kind of questioned that last week when um he released that that letter and pretty much said how he you know he uh, this is his last album on TDE. So my first thought was, hey, maybe you know maybe he ain't got it now. Maybe he not really motivated. Maybe he <laughs> might be retiring or something. I don't know. That's that was my first thought, but. Listening to this verse, I'm like, nah. <laughs> I think he got a lot left in the tank. I think I think his up and coming album might be fire. So I'm just looking at everything he was saying. He was saying, "Don't address me unless it's with four letters." Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh shit. I'm like, okay, he he talking that shit. So um, I think the verse was dope. The one thing that surprised me about this song, uh, about his verse. I was kind of confused the first time I heard it because um, I thought him and um, Baby King was doing the back and forth. 
Yeah, me too. I thought the same so, thing. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, okay. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I, it wasn't until I watched the video where I'm like, like, is that Kendrick? <laughs> so I, I actually had to look up the lyrics to, to see. <laughs> and this is all Kendrick. The way he was switching up the verse, the way he's switching voices, he, he might be the king of the <laughs> switching voices. And I was, I was super impressed, man, because it didn't even sound like him. But um, he was, he was going in. He, um, he mentioned he ain't no social media um, activist or overnight activist. Um, yeah, he, it, it seemed like he was going in. Um, it seemed like he put a lot in this verse since um, it, it, it been a lot that went on since the last time he actually dropped something. So. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this verse. And uh, I, I, a lot of people was going out like, oh, yeah, the gold is back. And people had like, people kind of treat, Kanye, uh, not Kanye, but people kind of treat Kendrick like they do Eminem at times. Like yes. whatever he put out is just, oh, my God, it's just better than everybody. Like it's the it's a classic, instant classic. Uh, I wouldn't say that, but I will say, um, dude, I, I feel like he ain't miss a beat. I was kind of worried with his last album, Damn, because that was a uh, that was a pretty good album. Um, I was just wondering how he was gonna uh, come back from that. Kind of like how we talk about Rihanna, uh, you know, will she, you know, top her last album? And you know, she might not. It, it might be hard to top that because that's how good that album was. So I was kind of curious if you know he kind of had that energy towards it, but. As far as the verse, man, the verse was uh, really good, man. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I like the little Kanye shout out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it it was really good, man. I, I enjoyed it, and I'm officially excited for a Kendrick project, man. I hope it come out this year. Yeah, I, I think after this verse kind of solidifies it, unless something major happens that pushes it back. Um, I think it's dropping this year, man. I think the fact that he's basically acknowledging the fact that, you know, last year he wasn't around. He's calling out the people that went platinum last year. He's calling out the top five. And we have two arguably of the top five dropping this year. We got Kendrick. I mean, Kendrick. We got Drake and Kanye, uh, allegedly. So, I mean... he might be setting up a face-off during this month. I don't know. Maybe man. the album's finished. I don't know. That Who would, knows what's going man. on, man? Yeah, that would be wild. <laughs> that it would be, would be. Well, that would be wild would, for the simple fact that we. Uh, I think is. Um, I think it might be confirmed that Drake and Kanye dropping on the same day. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that in a yeah, second. We'll get to, we'll get to that. that in a yeah. second. Uh, but it would be chaotic if they all dropped the same day. Yeah, chaotic man. Uh, that would have to be the biggest day in hip hop since shit. I can't even remember. I'm sure there was another day where a lot of I know uh with that fucking Fifty Cent Curtis album and graduation dropping the same day. Um, but this would be bigger than that. This would be one of the biggest days in hip hop. They all dropped the same day, the same month even would be yeah. a huge month for hip hop. So yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see. But the way he's talking shit, I just get a feeling that we're getting an album this year. I think the album is likely either close to being finished or already finished. Mm. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, the verse itself, I thought it was good for Kendrick. And I, I'll be 100 percent honest. Kendrick has never really impressed me lyrically. 
in terms of what he's saying and how he rhymes words is is very I'm not going to say basic, but it's not like I never heard a bar from him that made me sit like, damn. I've got several, several hundred examples of Jay-Z bars doing that for me. I've never had that. Even Drake, he he will he will drop a metaphor or double entendre that'll make you think and be like, damn. Yeah. I don't get that from Kendrick, uh, but I do enjoy the way he makes music. I do enjoy, you know, switching the flow up, switching the voice up, like to the point where I didn't even know it was him still rapping, like you said. So he is good at that. He can create a great song, but lyrically, I've never really been impressed with him, I, I got to say. But uh, the song is good, man. The song is hard. It's exactly the type of song that Kendrick needed to come back with. Um, it was cool that he put his cousin on the track to let him share in the streams and the wealth and whatnot. <laughs> but uh, everybody's just going to be skipping his verse, unfortunately. At least he put him first. So yeah. DJ's got to put a little effort into skipping into the uh, Kendrick part. <laughs> so, but, uh, so is this a Kendrick song or a Baby King song officially? I don't, I don't know. The, it, when you look it up on YouTube, it says Baby King, comma Kendrick Lamar. It's not featuring Kendrick Lamar. I'm sure Baby King gonna put this on his album. Yeah, because I feel better. like it would. De- yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be on Kendrick's album. But uh, yeah, it doesn't say featuring Kendrick Lamar. It just says Baby King, comma Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I'm assuming it's gonna be Baby King's song, but who knows? It didn't have a feature on it, so I don't know. But like I said, good song, good good comeback verse for Kendrick, um, letting us know, putting us on notice that Kendrick Lamar is back. And the album is coming soon, hopefully. Um, hopefully setting up a showdown between his two other peers in the rap game, Drake and Kanye. So, uh, yeah, if J. Cole held on to his album and dropped it the same month, we would have like the most epic hip hop showdown of all time, man. The stand bases would be fucking colliding yeah. on the internet. This is like the fucking Avengers, man. <laughs> yeah, it really is, man. Too bad. It was Infinity War Infinity up in this War. bitch, man. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad J. Cole had to drop that we played early, so we can't <laughs> fucking <laughs> But I digress. I digress. Yeah. Like I said. But just imagine, though, if all three of these dudes drop, um, let's say, um, this year. And um, you got J. Cole. You had other, you had other albums. It was a pretty good year for albums, man. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's huge. It is, man. So hopefully uh, the album delivers. Uh, I, and I'm confident it will. You know, Kendrick did not take all this time off to, to drop something that's going to be whack. So yeah. I'm excited for it. And we will see how it sounds. Uh, some other things dropped this week as well. Uh, Figgy, earlier you mentioned a West Side Gun project. Yes. And these niggas are really officially the new No Limit. Yeah. I feel like they drop a project every other month, if not every month. So yeah. <laughs> next up is West Side Gun now. You got to tell me, how does the uh, album Hitler Wears Hermes 8 yeah. <laughs> stack up? <laughs> <laughs> Sincerely, Adolf Hitler wears Hermes eight. So um, I I didn't even know this was dropping. This was the first thing that popped up when I opened um, my streaming platform. And um, to me, 
it's hard. You know, I can't really grade the uh, Griselda project at all because it it pretty much sound the same. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a, a, you know a lot of the same type of beats and uh, you know a lot of um, samples without the drums or the bass in it <laughs> or uh, uh, any type of drum pattern. But um, I enjoyed this project, man. I enjoyed everyone. I never heard a whack Griselda project where I'm like, nah, this ain't it. This is trash. But um, the one thing that really surprised me, we played Sauce Walker earlier. He have a song on his album called West Timer, and it's featuring Bodie James and um, Sauce okay. Walker. And I was like, wait a minute, Sauce Walker? Uh, because I was looking at the track list, and I see uh, it say West Side Gun, Bodie James, and Sauce W dot, 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 dot. So I'm like, I know that ain't Sauce Walker. Because you know, uh, it, you, you know it, it, the the title so long, you can't really you know mm-hmm. ain't got the whole name. But I'm like West Ham. I'm like, oh, it got it's Sauce Walker. So I I, I, I ended up going to that track, and uh, it was it was one of those. It was like a classical type beat sample with no drum pattern, no you know bass, no nothing. And it was it was just like on a loop, and they was just rapping on it. And Sauce Walker killed it, man. I enjoyed the verse. It's good to hear him on something like that. I'm not saying he needed to be on stuff like that all the time, but um, it's good to see like a Houston nigga, you know, on a West Side Gun project, and he was he was doing his thing on there. I was I that was that was to me that was the highlight of the album because I did not expect Sauce Walker out of all people <laughs> to be on the Griselda project. <laughs> Like I, I would love to know how you know this collaboration happened, but uh, hopefully we get them on the podcast one day. But yeah, but I enjoyed that song, and the other song that stood out to me on this was um, he got a song with Lil Wayne called "Bash Money." Okay, and um, like I said, same thing I said about Sauce Walker. It was it's good to hear Lil Wayne on those type of beats, man. Lil Wayne was going in on that, and um. I enjoyed it, man. So um, this project was cool. If if you like that type of music, Tab Tab hit me. He he tweeted me earlier and said he did not like that song at all. He said, "Where's the bass? <laughs> Where's the drums?" He like I don't like I don't like that type of shit. So um, you got to be you know deep in the crates <laughs> to really like this album. But uh, if you're a super duper hardcore hip hop fan that you know. That like that type of shit, you you will enjoy this album. Okay, okay, and yeah, man, I do enjoy when it's somebody who you wouldn't expect to be, because we all know how East Coast niggas gonna sound on a fucking Griselda album, man. They gonna sound right. We know how Rock Marciano gonna sound. Yeah, like we know how all these fab. We know how Jada Kiss would sound. Yeah. Like they've been rapping on beats like this for a while, so we already yeah. know. But I like it when it's like. Uh, BFB the Pac Man, when yeah. it's like a Ludacris, mm-hmm. when it's a Sauce Walker. So, I like it when it's somebody from the South who you wouldn't expect to really be on yeah. beats like that and see how they attack the beat, man. So yeah. I do enjoy that. Yeah, I feel, and to be honest, I feel the same way about East Coast rappers. Like, I like when Nas was on that, um, that song with, um, that Lil John and the Eastside Boys album. Oh, that, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like I'm not saying Nas need to be on that type of stuff all the time, but it's good to you know somebody like a Nas to step out of his normal 
and jump on the Lil John beat. <laughs> know what I mean? And just do his thing. He ain't, he ain't had to dumb it down or nothing. He just did his thing. And I think more rappers should do that, man. Just, you know, more East Coast rappers should rap. I think they are already. <laughs> they kind of taking what Atlanta doing. But um, I like a, uh, I would like to hear a West Side Gun on a, a trap type of beat one day. You know what I mean? And it, it got to make sense. Yeah. But I, w- I, would li- I like to see that type of stuff. So, uh, But, yeah, it was good to hear a Sauce Walker on that. It's good to hear, man. And, yeah, like you said, the Griselda projects never disappoint. So that Boldy James album was really good, too. So, yeah, everybody, everybody check that out. I'm going to check it out probably sometime this week. You would say it is a qualified status, correct? Yes. Qualified. Yes. Okay, okay. Um, I also listen to something from someone who usually never misses because a lot of their shit be sound the same, but it's still a good version of sound the same. Uh, Currency dropped a new project. I know, big surprise, right? He dropped <laughs> one damn near every month or week yeah. sometimes, but he dropped a project and I decided this might be a time for me to check back in on Currency. I ain't really heard nothing from him since he was collaborating with uh, Alchemist again. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I, I checked back. Finally, he has a new album or project called Highest in Charge and it's completely produced by Trauma Tone. Trauma Tone is a producer who worked with uh, Kevin Gates, NBA Youngboy, Money Man, uh, Yo Gotti. He produced that Yo Gotti and Rich Homie Quan I Know song. So he's been doing a lot of work with a lot of newer rappers and uh, he produced this whole album. Um, and it actually, of course, to nobody's surprise at all, it sounds good. Mm. It's good riding around music. The beats are cold. Like Fonte said, dope beats, dope rhymes. What more do you want, man? Yeah. Uh, currency ain't got a switch. There's only one currency project I didn't like. I can't mm. even remember what it was called, but I felt like he was being very experimental on the mixtape. Um, trying to use newer sounding beats, trying to, he got it kind of away from his sound. I guess he was trying something, but I hated that shit. <laughs> I like currency. Just stay, stick to what you know, man. That's what your fan base appreciates about you, man. Just get some soulful sounding beats with some high bass lines. Yeah. Uh, just talk about smoking weed and jet <laughs> life and all that shit. You'd be talking about la, la, cars la, and whatnot. La, la. Yeah, and classic cars and all that shit. Just rap about what you know, man. Keep it, keep it simple. Keep it to what we know and love. And yeah, it rides, man. It's good weekend music for you to ride around with. Um, and I, I would highly recommend it if you're a fan of Currency. I don't think it's going to make you a fan if you're not a fan already. But if you've enjoyed some of his past work, you'll definitely enjoy this one. Production's on point. It's a short listen to. It's only a few. It's barely. I would call it an EP, if anything, probably. But uh, I would highly recommend it, man. I would say it's definitely qualified. Okay. Qualified. So y'all check it out if you care to. And yeah, good week for hip hop. It's going to spike. Going to be very spicy. Maybe next week. Um, Highly anticipated week in hip hop. Yeah. So uh, let's start with that <laughs> in our topics for the week, man. Um, so I got to bring it back to this podcast, predicting everything. OK, yeah. y'all think we're just talking out of our ass. and A lot of times we are. But sometimes <laughs> we be on to something, man. And what did we say when uh, Drake 
where Kanye first announced that he was dropping Donda into the listening party. We had a clip that you can find on the Gems and Juice podcast where we theorized that Kanye made this album out of thin air just to fuck with Drake in his release. <laughs> and this is a continuation of the beef with Drake. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of confirmed. Yeah. I, I think because uh, Drake has a new song out with Trippy Red. It's called Betrayal. It's technically a Trippy Red song featuring Drake. Drake is on it. Uh, doing his Drake thing, shooting subs, but he was very direct in one of his subliminal messages. He usually don't say names in his disses. He usually just keeps it very up to speculation. Like, we know he's dissing people, but he don't say names usually. I don't think he's ever even said the name Pusha T in any of his songs, Yeah, but we know when he's dissing Pusha T. Uh, you got to have a careful ear for when Drake be dropping disses. But mm-hmm. this time he actually said Kanye's name <laughs> full out. He <laughs> said on this song, Betrayal, he said, uh, all these fools I'm beefing that I barely know. 45, 44, let it go. Yay ain't changing shit for me. It's set in stone. <laughs> Which is, of course, referring to Ye trying to drop the album the same day that Drake drops his to yeah. fuck with his streaming numbers. <laughs> Which we on the podcast theorized that might be the reason why he suddenly out of nowhere came out with this album. He knew Certified Lover Boy by Drake was dropping soon. And now he created this whole spectacle for his new album. And we still don't know when it's dropping. Yeah. Technically. <laughs> Um, so that part was confirmed. Uh, and of course, Drake dropped that verse. And then I want to say maybe the same day, uh, Kanye took to Instagram. He took a screenshot of a group text and it was hard to tell who was actually in this group text. We did see a message saying Pusha T has joined Yeah, right before, uh, uh, Kanye, Post this message and there's a big D in the contact we can see on the group chat. We don't know. We assume that's Drake, yeah. but we really have no idea. <laughs> um, and the message says it's also a picture of the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. <laughs> <laughs> he posted a picture of Joaquin Phoenix as Joker from the movie. And he said, quote, I live for this. I've been fucked with by nerd ass jock niggas like you my whole life. You will never recover. I promise you. Um, and that was and allegedly I, uh, Drake. That was ele- that was Kanye posting that in a, a group chat that people are speculating Drake was in because we see a D in the mm. contact list on the top of the screen. But we don't know. I mean, we we just assuming things because they they seem to be laying it out, but this was never really explained. So uh, yeah, and then shortly after that, he also posted Drake's home address on Instagram, um, and of course, people have pointed out. Everybody was saying, "Oh, it's so petty! Oh, he's leaking the shit." Uh, but it did come out that Drake's address is public knowledge. You know, yeah. you could literally Google. 
Kanye's address or Drake's home address and you can find it. Yeah. It's not like some hidden place. He has to build like a fucking fortress. So even if you know yeah. where it is, you, can't do you ain't yeah, you ain't gonna knock on his fucking door and say, Can I talk to Drake real quick? Yeah. You ain't even getting in there, man. So yeah, yeah it's kind of public knowledge. So it's hard to tell this is really being him being petty or him playing a joke or what. But uh, even Drake, he posted an Instagram right to that. And he was like laughing, you know, a little, yeah. little quick video of him laughing like he thought the whole thing was a joke. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it seems like the Drake and Kanye uh, beef is still on. And <laughs> of course, this past week, uh, Kanye did another listening party or session or event for Donda. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch it at all. But he uh, did have he, a special guest. Uh, it was the baby, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently, uh, uh, Jay Z was removed from one of the songs where he previewed one of the first and the first event for this uh, album when he showed the uh, Jay Z verse that he had just got that same day, according yeah, to Guru, a couple hours ago. <laughs> yeah, apparently, the baby replaced him on that and the baby was actually there at the event um also he did a whole thing where he set his home on fire and then kim kardashian came out in a wedding dress which another thing we speculate yeah. on the podcast we thought yeah. they were back together definitely and i think this kind of confirms it i think tmz is technically reporting that they're still separated but i don't see how you can think that at this point yeah. i mean she came out in a wedding dress and they left together. And she's been at every single event dressing up and being a part of the show for Kanye. I don't know anybody who who support their ex to that <laughs> extent if there ain't yeah. still a whole lot of love there, man. So, uh, yeah, that kind of seems it seems like they're back together. But back to the Kanye and Drake beef. Back to mm -hmm. the Kanye and Drake real quick. Um, first off, Figgy, what was your reaction to this? And... Now, I believe the conspiracy theory is no longer whether Kanye is trying to fuck with Drake with this album, because we know that's a fact now. Yeah. Now, the conspiracy is, is this real beef or is this a promotional tactic? Kind of like how Kanye and 50 Cent when graduation and Curtis dropped and then they had the so-called beef that yeah. later we found out was 100 percent just thing. marketing. Yeah. So, number one, what were, what were your thoughts about Kanye and uh, Drake trading jabs, and do you think this is actually real beef? Um, my thoughts on them going back and forth, it wasn't really shocking because they kind of went back and forth before. You know what I mean, back in the um, back when Kanye did all of those albums and kind of fucked up his uh, re release month, but um, I I was really confused on the on the group chat. In, in that group chat because at my first thought I thought it was Pusha T for a minute I thought it was Pusha T that hit the um the Joker the the um Phoenix Joaquin Phoenix um yeah. Joker and so I'm thinking like damn um Pusha talking spicy in that because mind you he just um Drake did you know throw a little shot at Pusha at one point in the um in the uh Trippy Red song and um yeah, I thought that was him saying like, "Hey, man, I ain't letting these nerd ass niggas." But I'm, but now I'm thinking like, was that Drake talking? 
no, that, that that was Kanye. That that sounded like it could only be Kanye. <laughs> it could not. That Pusha T don't talk like that. Yeah, he and, not. He and not Drake about don't to do talk that. like that. Yeah, he ain't. About, yeah. I, don't, I don't see Pusha T doing no text messages and group chats and shit like that. I could see Pusha T probably just doing a devil emoji or some some shit like that. <laughs> but I was confused because I'm like, damn. Um, so is that Drake getting spicy like that or? Is Kanye just doing some um, some foolish foolishness at that point? But um, to answer your question, I feel like this is kind of staged, man. I don't think this is real. Um, I I do think um, I I I wouldn't to be honest. I, I guess I go out on the ledge here. I wouldn't be surprised if um, Kanye ended up getting Drake on a song <laughs> for his album. I feel like Kanye is doing a lot right now. It seems like he's piecing it up with a lot of people. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to piece it up and, and, and get Drake on the song and and kind of squash it like that. But right now, it it don't seem it don't, it don't really seem tense because we've seen beef beef before where you know you could kind of feel the tension as a fan. This don't really feel like that. It seems it it seemed kind of jokey a little bit to me. Like, like, what's really going on here? This don't seem real at all. And, you know, Kanye is not the type that be, you know, beefing with nobody for real, for real. So, um, yeah, I think this might be a, a, a bit of a marketing thing. I'm not sure if they both going to drop on the same day, for real, for real. I'm, uh, clearly, uh, Drake is dropping on uh, September 3rd, for sure. So I'm not sure if Kanye dropping that day. But it is building the hype for real, so um, maybe he maybe he is gonna let Drake <laughs> drop that day, and then maybe drop the next week or something, or later on. But um, I, I'm I'm starting to feel like this is all you know just a, a build up on both parts, because I, I I think I think if it was really real, we probably wouldn't see all of this <laughs> was going on like this. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like if it were a marketing scheme, I feel like it would be structured a lot better. I don't think it would be as vague. I don't think it would be us having to fucking play detective to even figure out what's being said. I think it would be more in your face, kind of like the Kanye and, and 50 Cent thing was. 50 Cent talking about I'm going to retire from rap if Kanye outsells me. So, but remember, this was a different Kanye. Kanye, like we don't even know, he don't even have a real release date. He he kind of all over the place outside of the Drake shit. Yeah, it, it, he just kind of do whatever he want. It, it ain't no structure to what he do. That's true. That's true. But I, I still I think the beef is real, man. I think Kanye and Drake just don't like each other. Um, we we definitely heard the last time Drake has given interviews. I mean, he's still, even though that was a few years ago now, like he still got a sore spot about how that shit went down with Pusha T. He blames Kanye for a lot of that. He blames Kanye for stepping over his last release for his last album. He blamed, like, this is a lot of petty stuff that built up to this that you could tell in those interviews bothered Drake. And Kanye ain't the type I feel to reach out and make amends with nobody. You know, I just don't think that's really in his character. So I think the beef is real, man. I, I don't know. Uh, I will be shocked if it comes out that they're good and friends and made a song together. 
because just how we've seen, like it's gotten personal between them, I think. So uh, I just don't see even Jay Prince was talking about how Kanye be throwing shots and hiding his hands. And he's that type of dude. I think they those camps just don't like each other, period. <laughs> and I think, yeah, it, 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 it seems petty and silly at this point, especially since, you know, I mean, life moves on. We've been through a lot in this country now since then. You think this petty rap beef would be beneath both of them. But then again, they're both, you know, kind of high on the ego, man. They they all think they're the best in the game. So I don't know. I think I think it's real. I think it's real. Um, we will we will find out for sure if Kanye does drop because I don't know. I feel like even if there was beef, like or even if it was actually a uh, promotional thing, I don't think they would drop the same day. Yeah, that's that's why I made it clear. Um, I feel I feel like Drake's release date is set in stone. I feel like we're getting a Drake album said. September third. So um, if it is a promotional thing, I can see Kanye West not dropping September third. I can see him maybe dropping in a couple weeks or something like that, and kind of keep pushing it back a little bit because I don't think he have anything set in stone, and it been all over the place for the past month. <laughs> So um, yeah, if, if if my theory is right, I can see. I, I don't. I don't think Kanye gonna drop September third. I think it'd just be Drake, and then um, and then the build up to Kanye later on <laughs> in the month. Hmm. Now, we'll we'll know if they drop the same day. I think Kanye gonna drop September third too. I just I have a feeling. Man, that but here, <laughs> here is the question though, because Drake did apparently drop a. Uh, uh, a, a cryptic ad on ESPN Sports Center this morning <laughs> that confirmed a uh, certified lover boy coming out September 3rd. It was like a little weird, distorted video, like looked like it was an old school home video that interrupted one of their baseball highlights. Yeah. And it basically is distorted voice. You can't see much, but for a second, you see a paper being held up with the letter CLB and September 3rd on it mm-hmm. so it seems like that is the official release date of certified lover boy now what if drake is playing some huge game of chess <laughs> where he's trying to bait kanye into dropping first and mm-hmm. then he withholds the album and drops it later that month and maybe rolls out a few singles first no mm. oh, i doubt yeah. that happens but i'm just yeah. throwing it out there yeah I would be shocked if that was the case because that's a sports center ad, man. Yeah. <laughs> like and and plus, uh, I feel like artists like Drake, they can't they technically they can do stuff like that, but as an artist, you don't want to do that type of stuff. Only Kanye can do that type of shit. That's and true. you don't want to sit there and lie to your fans and say it's September 3rd, September 3rd just to um get Kanye to drop and all that other shit, man. If you're going to put a date out there, you got to do it. Like no matter what, unless something crazy happened with the album where you can't put it out. But in these day and age, usually, you know, if you got a date that that album usually drop. No, I agree. I'm just throwing out crazy conspiracy yeah. theories at this point, man. I'm just, yeah. I'm just wondering how petty they can be in this beef. Yeah. But, um, uh, I got to say, man, this has got to be if it does release September 3rd, this is probably the coldest Drake has come into a new album in his career. 
I yeah. feel. I mean, he's he's got nothing. What's a, outright? Yeah, what's now. a what's a new song from Drake that's you know a new single? I would say. Yeah, I mean, he's been doing some features that have been you know making a little bit of buzz, but I mean, where's the summer hit? Like, where's the Drake usually on the summer when he got an album coming out? Yeah. Last time he had a nice for what, which was mm-hmm. a big hit. I think it's kind of played out now, but at the time, a lot of people were jamming that shit. So where is the summer hit from Drake? Where are the singles? I mean, is he just going to drop this release like a Beyonce type thing where it's just completely cold and drops all the visuals and singles at the same day? I don't know, man, but (laughs) I'm wondering what Drake's strategy is for this album, because usually around this time, he would have a huge hit in circulation now. And we ain't got nothing from him at this point. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So um, in a perfect world, what would you like to happen in this situation? Would you like Drake and Kanye to drop on the same day this Friday? Yes. Really? <laughs> yes. I, I want I want the warfare, man. I want chaos. <laughs> I want to see them go head to head and cannibalize each other and yeah. see who comes out on top. Man, I would love that. If they, man, I ain't gonna lie. If they drop September third, I might call off of work. <laughs> 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 I might just call off of work and just listen to all they shit. Oh, we day have long. an emergency podcast. Probably and, we'd have to. Yeah, yeah, we might have to do a damn um, Facebook live or something. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know, but yeah, it, it, yeah, damn, I, I would like that too, man. That would. Do you think that would be the biggest uh, release date? Um, in history when it comes to two major artists releasing on the same day because remember Nas and Jay-Z did it. Yeah. And I, I, uh, obviously Kanye and 50. So you think this would be the um, the most chaotic or uh, biggest between two artists? In the recent history, yeah. I'll have to go back because I'm sure there's been some days where two huge rappers dropped. You said Jay-Z and Nas. Like, I'm sure there's been other yeah. days as well when, yeah. you know, huge albums dropped the same day. Yeah. I'm but just, in I'm recent just, history, yeah, I'm yes. just talking about no further than Jay-Z Nas because we all remember that. Yeah. So. Um, oh, definitely. Since then, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. So, yeah. People want to say Kanye and 50, but to be honest, 50 was kind of falling off at that point. Yeah, he wasn't old 50. That was the beefing with uh, Cameron 50. Yeah. That's why yeah. he named the song, uh, his album Curtis. That was the AL technology, Curtis. That wasn't 50 Cent <laughs> that we knew and loved yeah. uh, from the Get Rich or Die Trying. So he had been kind of falling off. So that that wasn't as huge as people try to make it out to be now. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, this would be definitely the biggest, probably since Jay and Nas. So. I don't know, man. We'll see. I'm excited. I, I hope it happens. I, I'm holding yeah. out hope because I want the <laughs> chaos. I want the uh, pettiness to really come to fruition at this point. And we just, everybody attacks each other and all the stand bases go yeah. to war on the timeline. Yeah. How many people you be like, oh, no. I, people going to go nuts, man. Yeah. Because it's it, it's not going to be, oh, both of these albums are fire. It's going to be like, no. Kanye is fire. Yeah. Drake is yeah. trash. Drake yep. is trash, or Drake is fire. Kanye is trash. It's it's gonna be tough, man. <laughs> I will say Drake has an advantage that we don't even know we're getting from him at this point. Yeah. Whereas Kanye, I mean, we basically heard the album in some form or fashion three times now, and I know yeah. he's still releasing and working on stuff, but 
is going to be songs people have already heard. So people yeah. who have heard the listening sessions, they already know if they like this album or not. Yeah. But and that's I, the issue. Yeah, I will say though, um, Kanye stands are probably a little stronger than that's true. <laughs> Drake stands. So um, it, the album did, might did not, you, the album might not be better than Drake or uh, than well Drake's probably it could be better than Kanye's. I don't know, but uh, as far as the internet war, <laughs> I feel like you got a lot of Kanye stands, like hardcore stands, more than Drake stands. I don't know. You think more? I think they might be more passionate, but I don't know if there's more Kanye stands than Drake stands. I don't know. I I think so. I think I don't know, man. I think it's a little more because they all over the place, man. And um and not to mention Kanye. He he kind of I want to say he got a weird Travis Scott type of fan base, but I put Kanye fans. Um, they're kind of with the Cuddy fans, the weird Cuddy fans, the the Travis Scott fans, that's like times five to me. You got all of those type of uh, fans when it comes to Kanye. I just don't know um, if Drake have those as many fans like that. And mm, I'm not saying that's he, fair. yeah, I'm not saying he don't have a lot of fans. Drake got a lot of stands too, but um, uh, Kanye stands are reckless, man. They they was they was fight through it with the MAGA shit. <laughs> yeah. So, so it, it, I, I, of course we seen a lot of people say I'm done with Kanye, but as soon as mm-hmm. the album come out, they come right back. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, all the people that saying I'm done, once they hear, they, you know they gonna check this album out, especially if everybody oh, saying it's fire and all the people on it and Jay Z on it, then that's that's gonna bring in probably tens of millions of people. Like, oh yep. yeah, I, let me check this out. So. I think uh, it, it's gonna be rough on Twitter when it come if these two drop at the same time. Oh, definitely. I think I will say I think Drake has more fans, but Kanye has more stands. Is that if that makes sense? The stands are the people like an Eminem song who are just crazy about the artist, think everything they do is dope, think they ain't even dropped a whack song yet on a whack album, yeah. and they're probably the best rapper out right now. Yeah. I think Drake doesn't really have a whole lot of that. I mean, he yeah. has a few. We know a few. Yeah. But I think he has more. The regular of, average Joe will bump a, a Drake a out lot of first. Pe- a lot of uh, regular people like his uh, like Drake's music. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So Whereas t- Kanye is kind of, his music is kind of out there, man. Yeah. You got to kind of uh, be a Kanye fan from the beginning to yeah. understand and like and, and appreciate his new music. Exactly. So I think that Drake would beat him in a streaming, but it would hurt Drake if Kanye dropped in the same weekend. So I don't know, man. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, definitely want to see that happen. So we'll, we'll see. Tune in next week, man. It might be a hot yeah. one. Yeah. It might be a hot one <laughs> on the podcast. So make sure y'all tune in next week to see a potential showdown between two of the biggest in the game right now. Drake and Kanye, possibly, or at the very least, we should have a Drake album. Yeah, um, I got to tap my Mob Ties connects to see if this release date is legit. We had DJ, DJ Hollygrove wouldn't say anything. <laughs> he was he was being he was being mum on the release date. He acted like he couldn't hear us when we asked the question. Yeah, but I know he knows, man. He's OVO. Chop stars are OVO, so I know they know. <laughs> yeah.
But uh, we will they, see. They Stay tuned. Got, they already got the chop, not slop. <laughs> yep, it's gonna <laughs> drop the same day. Yeah. <laughs> you know they got that yeah. ready. <laughs> yeah, they got that shit locked in the vault, man. Nobody <laughs> heard that shit. Um. Okay. So with that said, like we said, make sure you tune in next week. It's gonna be a hot one. Uh, other topics. There's a lot of topics that happened that I almost forgot happened. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about. Mm, fuck it. Let's do Shikari Richardson first, <laughs> since that happened right after the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so Shikari Richardson had a race. I'm sure y'all have seen the results by now. Um, she was she made a whole kind of rollout talking about how she's back. She ain't playing nice. She was making TikToks, <laughs> talking that usual shit that people love from Shikari. Yeah. Um, came out, of course, with the blonde wig and the long nails, and she said she was going to show out. Uh, she faced off uh, three uh, the Jamaicans who medaled in the Olympics, including the one who got the gold medal in the same event, the 100 meter. Um, and, of course, she got smoked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she came in last. Uh, Elaine Thompson, who I think won the gold medal in uh, Tokyo, finished first and of course uh shelly ann finished second and another jamaican lady finished third so yeah the jamaicans came out on top shikari came out last it's, of course it's funny it. how smoke was a trending topic <laughs> oh dog they went in they went I, I, in I, it was just they hilarious went in. it was hilarious how people were just saying smoked the word smoked like they didn't say oh she lost this one or Damn, she yeah. came in last. No, she got smoked. I mean, she did get smoked. She <laughs> did get smoked. She was last by a healthy margin. It wasn't like it was, she was in the middle of the pack. Nah, she was behind, dog. So, uh, yeah, um, of course, she had that viral interview talking about count me out if you want. I'm still the sixth fastest ever. I'm still the fastest. I'm still that girl. You know, you don't count count me out if you want to. Blah, blah, blah. Throwing a lot of shade on social media as well. Liking certain tweets that are can be talking about Jamaicans. Yeah. Talking shit about Jamaicans walking barefoot to their coconut stand or whatever. Um, Yeah. She seems to have not taken a loss very well. I think social media has turned on Shikari for the most part. I did see a lot of defending at first. I did see a lot of the blue check Twitter saying y'all just want to see black women lose and you just want to <laughs> humble black women and you just don't like a, a confident black woman so you got to shit on her while she's down and y'all got y'all just love tearing down black women <laughs> even though everybody who ran the race was black yeah <laughs> uh it became a thing about tearing down a black woman for being confident and i saw a lot of that man the uncomfortable amount people did not like the fact that she got roasted just like lebron would just mm-hmm. like chris paul would just yeah. like paul george does yeah still just like ben simmons does and they don't even talk shit yeah <laughs> so uh yeah she got the smoke that usually follows an embarrassing sports defeat and people took it different ways. So, Figgy, I got to ask you, man, now the table is set. What were your thoughts on Shikari Richardson finishing last place? And do you think she has a future as a track star at this point? Um, to be honest, man, I didn't really care if she came in last place, man. <laughs> the, the one thing that kind of confused me, maybe I missed it, but um, 
was were, were people comparing her to like some of the greatest track stars? Yeah, ever? people were saying she was the next Flo Joe. People did say that. I saw really? that. Damn. Yes, I I never really looked at her like that, man. I, I felt like she had a real good story. Of course, she you know she did good in the other competitions she did at one point. I never looked at her like she was the next best thing coming. I just I just felt like she had a really good feel good story. She was somebody from Dallas. You know, she had a moment and um yeah, I ain't really look I ain't really think she was gonna come in first place for the <laughs> for all these other events. I was just kinda like, damn, you know, black girl from Dallas for um she a Texas girl and you know, she you know, she been through it all and made it at that point where she's racing and she, you know, went to LSU and all that stuff. So I, I ain't really look, I, you know, I, I guess my expectations wasn't like, damn, she, she racing again. She about to be first or second. When she came in last, I was just like, damn, <laughs> like, all right. And uh, once people start roasting, I felt like, I felt like it was fair game because um, she, she she did a lot of smack talking, man. We talked about it before how I, I felt like she needed to stay off of Twitter. <laughs> it seemed like she, you know, kind of get caught up in social media too much where it was going to backfire. And, um, I mean, when you come in last, man, you just got to take that on the chin. <laughs> you know what I mean? With her saying, you know, all oh, y'all count me out. That's cool and all, but you just got to – you got to you got to do something on the on the field, <laughs> When basketball player with LeBron and all that stuff, when he lose, he he don't go out there and say, "Hey, you know what?" But I, I'm doing this, and maybe he did. He probably did. A he did times. that one time, he, and he got roasted for it. Yeah, he did a couple times, but um, but um, it's it's not going to turn out good if she keep you know going to social media and you know doing this type of stuff because people are watching her now. <laughs> So, you know, you uh, at first, like I said, it was a feel good story at one point, but now it's like, you know, if you do something bad, then you, of course you're going to get criticized for it if you come in last. But um, I, overall, I, you know, I ain't have a problem with her coming last. I wasn't sitting there defending it. <laughs> like, hell, well, she's a black woman and I, you know, she's still good and all this other stuff. I wasn't doing that, but. I necessarily wasn't, you know, jumping into jokes with it. I, I I thought it was kind of strange how a lot of that shit just came out of nowhere too. It seemed like it was like a whole shit storm. Where it's just like, damn, like I swear, like a month ago, she was like the, she was like the uh, player of the week or something, or she was like the feel good story of the week, and <laughs> all of this just came out of nowhere. But um. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I ain't really had that high expectations for her to to um, get in first, especially racing against Jamaicans, man. They like people don't realize they've been killing it on the track and field, man. Usain Bolt is still doing his thing. I've been waiting for him to fall off, and he he not yet. But um, yeah, man, I I I think that kind of come with uh with the position she's in, man. If you if you come in last, you're gonna get roasted. I think you can't really take that to heart, and I think a lot of people, you know, you gotta realize it's the internet, man. <laughs> the internet will talk about anybody, like no matter what it is. Like it could be a feel good story, 
it'd be somebody in the comments talking shit, which somebody was at one point when she was the feel good story. People was talking about her hair and nails and all this other stuff. And um, I mean, I think it's just it 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 come it comes with it. So um, I wasn't in on the jokes and nothing like that, but I think you know when you come in last like that, especially the way she was talking shit, you just she she just got to learn to take that on the chin. Yeah, and I think it would have been perceived better if after the race she would have been just like, hey, you know, what my day. I promise I'll come back harder, yeah. train and, more. And what she got to do too, man, she if she would have came and said, hey, these girls were amazing. Yeah. And, you know, they brung it. I just didn't have it. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm going to keep doing my thing. I'm going to keep training hard. But, like, all the other sneaky shit is just like, it's not, real, it's not a good look for her. I agree. And I have a lot of thoughts on this. I think I followed this closer than – I should have because it's kind of embarrassing to even admit how much invested I was into it. I wasn't super invested, but I did follow what happened because the way she blew up, you know, of course, all props to her for qualifying for the Olympics. But once she popped for the weed and then couldn't go to Tokyo, uh, I thought a lot of the dialogue started to get a little corny. I think instead of saying, hey, you know, she's young, she fucked up, she'll be back. There was a whole lot of grandstanding and saying, oh, these weed tests are racist and they should let her race regardless, even though, you know, it was a rule. They should still let her race. These Olympics aren't fair if they don't let her race, not ignoring the fact that every other athlete get tested for the same shit. And she knew the test was coming and it was just a fuck up. But I, I saw a lot of making it making her like the new fucking Rosa Parks or some shit, man, (laughs) which is the annoying thing about social media is that everybody got to be a civil rights activist or icon. You know, I have a problem with that with uh, George Floyd. You know, I I feel it was terrible what happened to George Floyd, but I don't feel like he wanted to be a martyr. He was a dude who just got in a fucked situation and died. So when I see the statues, I see the things. He's like the poster boy now. Yeah, man. I'm like, this dude wasn't a civil, like he, he he wanted to live. That's all he wanted to live. So making these things like these icons, when they don't ask for it, nor are they really fit to be it sometimes just just rubs me the wrong way, man. I think Mm. when you look at a lot of what Shakara was saying and posting on Twitter before she got famous, she scrubbed her Twitter a little bit, (laughs) but uh, I mean, she was not the type to be held to this fucking, you know, icon status for black rights and sports or whatnot. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, whatever. She goes to the ESPYs, meets the baby, gets flicks with all the celebrities who were on her side. I'm like, okay, good for her. Uh, Gets a celebrity treatment, gets a fucking Beast by Dre endorsement, gets a commercial during the NBA finals with a Kanye West song. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, okay, Whatever. I mean, she's enjoying the spoils of being famous on internet. Oh, cool for wait, that. Wait, hold that thought real quick. We're going to get back to that. Do you think uh, this is going back to the Drake thing? Do you think Drake did the whole uh, Sports Center thing because Kanye had the Sports Center commercial? Because he actually had that first, remember? 
That beat uh, by Drake? Because that actually played during the um like the sports event. Do you think that could have been something else too? Because uh, you know, I don't because this is kind of new for Drake to have a, a commercial like that. That's true. I don't I wouldn't I mean, you never know. You never know. I'm not going to rule anything <laughs> Is that out. that part of the back and forth, too? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to rule it out, but I, I don't. It didn't strike me as part of the beef. I just feel like this is a viral way that Drake is trying to reveal his album. Now, if he gets uh, Elaine Thompson or Sherry Ann Kelly, whatever her name is, Shelly, <laughs> Shelly Ann. Yeah, she gets Shelly Ann. If, if Drake gets Shelly Ann in his commercial, and puts it on the Monday night football, the first <laughs> game of the season, then I'll be like, yeah, okay, something's going on here. But yeah, it's, uh, it's just interesting because um, Kanye, remember Kanye, we, we, I don't think we heard anything like that from Kanye until that commercial. We seen a yeah. little bit of that, um, that, that beast by Drake commercial. And um, it's the same thing kind of with Drake. He, Ashley released the date on a commercial on this that aired on sport. It was actually a sports center commercial, and the other one was more Beast by Dre that ended up airing during the thing. But yeah, I was just thinking about that. That that was just some. I'm like, damn. I wonder if Drake is trying to respond with this with kind of a similar thing. I don't know, man. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't take it that way, but who knows? Yeah, like, I'm just, not gonna rule just, it out. Yeah, I just thought about it when you mentioned the Kanye commercial. But, um, I, I can't rule anything yeah, out at this yeah. point, man. Who knows? All right, let's all right, let's get back to what we still doing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, man. Uh, so she had the um beats by Dre commercial. She had the commercial. I'm like, okay, whatever. Then you see the Olympics happen, and you know these women are are smoking it, setting world records, having the great Olympics, and then she tweets that "Miss me yet." Yeah. out there and that's the shit that even made some track athletes be like oh wait a minute girl they're yeah. actually killing it out there you should be supporting them and not acting like oh hey guys remember me i'm still here so that that was corny but i'm like all that could be forgiven if she wins her next race mm-hmm. i think all that can be forgiven it's kind of like conor mcgregor you know he talks a lot of shit but when he wins you can't say nothing yeah, because and the problem with Con- Conor McGregor now is that he loses he's, a lot. Yeah, he's losing so, and he's still talking. And he's shit. still talking he's shit. He's talking shit with a broken leg. <laughs> when he yes, talking about your wife was in me DMs. Yeah. <laughs> so even when he and that's why people are sick of Conor now. They loved yeah. him when he was winning. Yeah. When you lose and you still are arrogant and talking shit, they don't like you no more. And you know. She when she got across the line in with those Jamaicans and a lot of coverage from what I saw was focused on Shikari Richardson. Mm-hmm. Even the women who won, they asked the women about Shikari. She came in last, man. Yeah, and they asked her because she's of course the biggest star that everybody was tuned in to see. Yeah, and she finished last, man. She did get smoked. Mm-hmm. So uh, I say all that to say I think Shikari should immediately stop. Uh, track and she should be a rapper. <laughs> I think she should stop this whole track thing. I think, uh, look, I mean, if you could choose, why would you want to keep running and getting beat? <laughs> like, yeah. I think she likes being a celebrity more than she likes running track. So, do you think she, um, you think that's it for her when it comes to track? Because I, I ain't going to sit there and say she trash, 
But um, you think she can at least not come in last? Maybe, maybe if she could tease around, maybe third, fourth, fifth, maybe second here. Know what I mean, you you think that's more? You think that's still successful? I guess. I mean, she could race against other Americans or even just like a Texas run, and then she'll probably win that. But then with every win, people will say, well, she can't beat the Jamaicans, though. <laughs> like, it's not until you beat them that you can redeem yourself. And I don't think she can. Mm. I don't think her mind is there anymore. I think her mind is on being getting money, making endorsements, being a celebrity. I think she enjoyed this. She looked like she was the happiest she had ever been in her life when she met the baby. <laughs> she looked like she was in, she was so happy to be there right then. And I, I, I don't think she looked happy on that track. <laughs> I don't think she was really she I don't think she wanted to go back there. So I don't know. I think she she could be a good rapper. I mean, she got the image. She's already famous. Like in rap, you could talk shit and never have to back anything up. That's yeah. the great thing about <laughs> rap. If you're a rapper, you can say whatever the fuck you want. It don't got to be true as long as you say it like it sounds believable. So. Yeah. I think she should stop. I think she's gone as far as she can. She she could still run. She could still do some events, but I think she should transition into being a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> or I I would say transition to be something else. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about the rap part, but I mean, she, look, she needed someone. Someone can long, show her how to long, rap. She long, got the voice. Long story short, I think she need to do something else. <laughs> Find something else. <laughs> If, if she's a good rapper, I support it. But she, so you pretty much saying she probably need to transition to something uh, where she could be a celebrity or 100%. make money and kind of just go off of that. Because people do like her personality. People like her look. That was the thing that attracts people to her in the first place. You know, the way she looks, she looks so different from everybody else on that track. She looked like a girl you would see. At a fucking house party in Dallas or some shit, man. Somebody who does <laughs> hair or something. Yeah. So, like, I get the appeal, but I mean, she she can't stand with these Jamaicans, man. She can't keep up with them, and it, like, until she beats them, it, it, it's never. It, she's never gonna be able to redeem herself on track. So yeah. do, instead uh, of just taking L's, yeah, dude. This kind of remind me of. Um, you could probably speak to this more, but Ronda Rousey. Yes. How she, you know, she was the flavor of the month. And and once she got beat, it seemed like she never recovered from, yep. uh, what was it, UFC? It, yes. it seemed like she never recovered from that. And then she had to trans- transition to the WWE. And I don't even think that lasted long. So I, I'm not sure exactly what she's doing now, but she kind of had to transition from, you know, that UFC shit because it wasn't – at that point, it wasn't working. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is exactly like Ronda Rousey, but a lot quicker than that. Because oh, Ronda yeah. Rousey, at least, won a championship. She beat a lot of women, but she also came up in an era where women's MMA was, you know, UFC had just added women's MMA. Mm-hmm. And they were getting girls who had only trained for like a couple years. Mm-hmm. So she was really beating up people who didn't know what the fuck they were doing in there. Mm-hmm. And once she started fighting people who knew what the fuck they were doing in there, <laughs> she got knocked out two times and quit. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, Ronda Rousey is still, she can go to WWE. I think she took time off to maybe try to have a baby or do something. I don't know. But, I mean, she has other avenues. She can go do movies. She yeah. can do, go do WWE. Shikari could do WWE. I mean, she could be a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. She got the bill for it. I mean, <laughs> she could do a lot of things where it's scripted for you to win. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. she can't run against these Jamaicans, man. And I don't want to down her. Like, I don't like uh, that's the thing, man. The jokes were funny, but I don't like kicking anybody when they're down. Not no yeah, NBA players, not like any Eve, Eve. The only person I like when they lose is Conor McGregor. Yeah. I just don't like him. I don't like the racist vibes he's putting out and that whole Floyd Mayweather buildup and all this shit. I think he's corny as fuck. And I like when he loses. But yeah. everybody else, especially people, I don't but, but lose see, to the downfall and, and of anybody see, black. And see, even with Connor, he's doing well in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So who give a shit if somebody... Exactly. Yeah, he's good. But um, even with Sakari, she, she, you know, she's still young, man. <laughs> and I just, you know, I just don't... Like, I get a lot of people joke and stuff like that. I'm a joker, too. But um, I just don't get that angriness of people. Seeing her, you know, um, like, I guess that, I don't want to say she down and out, but just how people just so excited to see her come last. It's just like, yeah. I've I never been excited to see anybody come in last place. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it's one thing, if you know, if it's somebody that just be talking shit, this is like a Conor McGregor or something like that. But I'm not rooting for nobody to come in last. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, I'm not that invested like that. This ain't yeah. no hated, you know, this ain't the hated Cowboys or, you know, a team thing. It's just like, uh, this is an uh, individual. <laughs> I mean, so I just, that's the part I thought was strange. But at the, uh, you know, in the same sentence, she was talking, she was talking a lot. Of, exactly. She had a lot of smack talk. So when you, do a lot of smack talk. That's why I don't smack talk. I, yes. I, I was never a smack. I was never a guy that brag about anything I do or I never walked around like, oh, yeah, you know, girl, I could I could go all night in the bedroom. I, I don't do none of that because the moment it don't happen, then you got to You got to get them jokes. <laughs> And that's exactly why uh, most ninety nine point nine 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 percent of athletes don't talk shit. Because mm -hmm. they know if you're a professional athlete, how easy it is for you to get embarrassed. Yeah. You know, Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, he don't talk shit, at least not publicly. Yeah. You know, and we know he has a big ego. You saw him on the uh, LeBron shop show where he's yeah. talking about, you know, everything I say to the media is not true, is not what I'm thinking. I'm thinking these guys are bums. But he's not going to say that because yeah. he knows how football is crazy. It's, and it's you not on tape. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If you get embarrassed, it only take one play in football for you to get embarrassed. And then people saying, oh, you talked all that shit. Mm -hmm. That's why people like Muhammad Ali are so great and inspirational because, like, he talked shit and he backed it up. Yeah. When people counted him out, he, they, he backed it up. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so rare in sports for somebody. Floyd Mayweather, say what you want about him, man. Yeah. He backed it up he every single lost. time. He yeah. never lost. Mm -hmm. So uh, people who back it up in sports are so rare. <laughs> that uh and that's for a reason because they know how easy it is to get smoked yeah. how easy it is to get knocked out how easy it is for you to lose a game nobody in nba talks shit because they know how games go yeah. you one to five on the court mm -hmm. and you could it only takes one guy to fuck it up yep so yep 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think she'll be okay. I think she'll be yeah. okay. She's famous. She got endorsements, but yeah, the jokes I, were funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I just hope I just, the one thing I wish she stopped doing is just going straight to social media. Yeah. And just all that stuff because it's not, it's not good no matter what. Like especially in somebody in her position. Like she she can't do that. She got the endorsements because, you know, like we talked about her liking that tweet about the, you know, Jamaicans barefoot. And, you know, that's that's just not a good look. And, you know, she could easily lose some endorsements from that. You know what I mean? I just think, you know, with social media, a lot of stuff on there is not even worth it to, you know, lose money. We shit, we seen it with the with the baby, with him making his comments on stage. I know at the end of it all, it's like, damn, was this even worth it? <laughs> So I think I just hope she don't go through anything like that where, you know, she start looking bitter. She start, you know, saying the wrong things. And and all those people that was in her corner, uh, a.k.a. the endorsement, start backing out of it. I agree. But it's hard to change who you are, especially if you were like that before you got the money. And then the money, of course, is going to boost that up even more. So. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to change who you are once you get famous, man. So I don't know. I think she has a lot of growing and maturing to do in general. Yeah. Um, hopefully she has a good team around her, people who can keep her grounded. But I don't know, man. But like I said, I don't think this track thing is for her anymore. I think she should uh, transition into uh, being a celebrity or something else. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's she, this girl, 21 years old, bro. Yeah. Like what? What was you doing crazy at the age of 21? <laughs> Uh, I'm sure you was probably doing some wild shit that you probably wouldn't do now. Oh, definitely. Yeah, she 21. That and see, that's the other part. It's like, damn, like this girl 21. She, you know, I'm not about to pile on her like that. Yeah. Like it's it's like I have a niece that's older than her. (laughs) Exactly. So I just, you know, she gonna make mistakes. She's still growing up. She's still learning. So I, I'm not that invested to sit there and pile on it like that. <laughs> I mean, I feel the same way. But like I said, the jokes are going to come yeah. and we do it for everybody. And my uh, main thing is, if there's a problem with her, then have that same energy when anybody goes through this type of thing. When Nate Robinson got knocked out by Jake Paul, I was talking a whole lot of shit. Nobody came to his aid. Nobody said, hey, man, he's going through a lot. Let's not tear this man down. I'm sure he's in bed. Nobody said that. Nobody said y'all love to tear black men down. No, everybody got their jokes off. Mm-hmm. You know, so if yeah. it's bad in one case, I think it's bad in all cases and keep the same energy. I don't want to see nobody who complained about Shikari getting smoke on Twitter uh, laughing and yucking it up next time another black athlete gets embarrassed Get on TV. Out. It's yeah. knocked out, losing the first round of the playoffs, anything like that. I don't want to hear it mm-hmm. if this is a problem. Yeah, so I, I, I 100% agree, man. <laughs> that's, that's the only problem I have with it, man. Keep the same energy every single time, but you know they won't. Yeah, yeah. you ain't going to hear nothing like, oh, protect our black men. <laughs> yeah. You ain't gonna hear that. That'll get you canceled, man. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get ratio to hell. Yeah. <laughs> uh okay, enough of that, man. Let's move on to this fucking crate challenge. I think it's time <laughs> for us to talk about this shit now. Um, so the crate challenge, I'm sure everybody knows what the fuck this is now. It has started about a week ago. I thought it was something not even worth really bringing up on a podcast last week. I saw yeah. a few videos. 
but I'm like, okay, this is just something funny happening in the hood. Yeah. I'm sure it'll die after a couple of days. <laughs> it's really blown up. Yeah. Um, it's gotten to the point where companies and corporations and team mascots and shit are doing it. Police are doing it. Like it, it's gotten out of control. <laughs> um, people are getting hurt. Uh, I saw one really fucked up video on Shreveport where somebody got shot doing it. Yeah, I seen um, that too. Yeah, yeah, that was a, a little girl died in the car. It was it was terrible, man. Yeah. Um, I saw one lady supposedly in Dallas, but I think it was in New York. Uh, bust her head wide open when she fell on concrete, man. I've seen some bones broken. I've yeah. seen some, and it started off with just funny falls. Yeah. You know, yeah. but it got more and more and more violent. People, people started getting ignorant with it. It started kicking yes. the crates. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what are your thoughts about this crate challenge, man? First off, when did you first find out about it? And what do you think about it in the week it's been really mm-hmm. popping off? Uh, I found out about it uh, around the time it first started, man. It was about a week or two ago before anybody was talking. I was retweeting it, actually. I'm like, damn, yeah. this is hilarious. And some of the most viral ones were um, dudes from Cleveland. It was some from Cleveland. It was people down the way. It was kind of in the Huff area where um friend of the show, um, um, Prem, Prem is from. It was kind of around that area. And I... I Man, when I tell you they had fucking, you could tell it was the, it was in the projects. They had fucking, it looked like fucking crackheads and shit doing it. And but it, at least they they actually had money. They was giving them. They, yeah, they had money right there. Like, hey, if you do this, and it was looked like a lot of money too. So uh, it, it looked like some some something they was having fun with. And the falls was a little funny, so I, you know, I, it is what it is. It, it, it was kind of ghetto and funny at the mm-hmm. same time, but um, I, I kind of started getting tired of it when niggas start trying to be wise about it, talking about oh niggas uh building crates but won't build companies together. <laughs> and, oh niggas want to um niggas doing a crate challenge but they won't do a business challenge. <laughs> and, 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 uh, oh yeah, uh niggas they they love to see um they love to see niggas fall on crates. Yeah. But all, they start trying to be all wise and shit and like like get the fuck out of here, man. It, it, it's it, it was supposed to be something funny, something cool. And um, yeah, that shit got a little irritating. And once I seen what the dude with the blunt who was rolling the blunt, and yeah, he, they should have ended it after yeah, that one. That one, and then right after that, then you had the girl with the heels who did it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, all right, cool, you know, got a man and a woman got it. <laughs> then it, it, I don't, I don't know if people just found a cheat code for it, but now you start seeing a whole bunch of people bragging, mascots doing it, and all this other shit. It's just like, all right, like. Like it's done, <laughs> it's it's over. Just let's just stop doing it. But um, yeah. Once the white people got to it, then it, yeah, it started getting it started getting corny. Mm-hmm. But um, to be honest, man, the uh, it, I guess it was around the time it first started. I kind of enjoyed the simple fact that it was a whole bunch of people in the hood just gather around and and uh, you could tell they were supporting the people. That was uh, doing the crate challenge. They was like, "All right, come on, man, you got this." And and you got you had niggas trying to coach up, like, "Oh yeah, put your put your right foot on the blue crate, yeah." And then once you get up there, you stay there, and then put your left foot 
on the black crate. Like niggas, it was like a hundred people in the hood just kind of coaching. It, it, I wish I was there to you know at least be around it the show because uh, you you usually don't see that type of shit no more where the whole neighborhood is out and we all just having fun and kicking it. Even though that was uh, that crate challenge is dangerous as hell. Mm-hmm. But just the simple fact that everybody was out and about and it was it was just like a good time. But um, once it started getting dangerous, the people kicking the crates while they up there and all that other shit, man. It's just like, all right, man, y'all, y'all niggas getting ignorant. Y'all trying to y'all just trying to be viral, do some viral. At that point, it's just like, all right, I was kind of done with it. Yeah, I agree, man. I laughed, even though it was kind of like a guilty-ish laugh, because like you said, you could tell the earliest ones were like, they were paying people with with crack problems and and junkies uh, to do it, because you could tell the way they were dressed and the way they looked. And number one, they were old. Like, the only way an old person doing that is if they're desperate for some money to uh, get a hookup, So I I think what it was, it was like, hey, we got got $300 if you can walk across these crates. Yes, and so that's one hundred percent what it was. Yeah, so what a crackhead gonna do is shit. Let me try. Mm-hmm. And they and it, to be honest, it looked easy, but once you get up there, you realize how um, unsteady it is. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's all it was. I mean, so I kind of felt like it was exploitation, but at the same time, I mean, it was funny, and I laughed at fucked up shit on the internet all the time. So I mean, mm-hmm. it is what it is. But I do agree. It was cool to see, you know, the hood come together. And like you said, they wanted the people to make it like they wanted to see. It wasn't all about just going viral yeah. in the beginning because nobody knew this shit would take off. Yeah, You know, they were just doing something funny in the hood to do a little TikTok video with. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it really blew up. And once it blew up, the clout chasers ruined it like they ruined everything in social media, man. Uh, people doing it were clearly it's impossible to actually cross it without falling. It, it got to a point where people just wanted to see people fall yeah. and get it on social media and put it on TikTok and go viral with it. And, and that's when it gets corny, man, because people did seriously get hurt. You could tell people yeah. seriously got hurt and you know they ain't got health care like that to really fix themselves up. Yeah. So it, 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 after a while, and I'm when I say a while, I mean like probably two days. <laughs> it, it got yeah. super corny, man. When people were trying to replicate it, and like like you said, man, once the guy did it rolling the blunt, and once the girl did it <laughs> doing the heels, that, that should have ended it's it. Man. Over the uh, Vince Carter is over. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Go home, people. Yeah, go, go home. home. It's Kenny over. Smith. <laughs> you go home now. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, it was over, man. And now I haven't seen anything even close to that it being as entertaining. I did see one guy like run down when it was falling and he still <laughs> made it across. That was pretty good. Yeah. But it, everything else has just been corny, man. It, yeah. And it's how many times you gonna see people fall and hurt themselves? Like I could watch jackass marathons if I want to see that shit. Yeah. I'm not gonna fucking watch random people fall and break a bone. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it got corny. So, R.I.P. the crate challenge. Yeah, it was funny it, for a couple days. Y'all can kill it, it now. It, it's probably gonna be on ridiculousness. <laughs> yeah, I, I seen the funny ass tweet, I, and I started to say this too. I'm like, damn, I, I bet you this gonna be a full damn segment on ridiculousness. And some, <laughs> somebody tweeted like, um, "This was a uh, 
this was set up by ridiculous by MTV to get five more seasons of ridiculousness. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe I won't be surprised. Yeah, but yeah, man, they they got to kill it now. It's I think no, I think it's gonna get worse. I feel like somebody is gonna make a game show out of this. Yeah. I feel like because they make a game yeah. show out of fucking everything now, dog. Yeah. I feel like somebody is gonna make a game. I sh- I see uh, uh commercials for a a game show based on the video game Frogger. Mm. Remember the Frogger where yeah. you had to cross a highway? They're making a whole game show like that, man, Damn. where real people got to rock run through a playset and it, it looks goofy. So <laughs> I one hundred percent think that somebody going to make a game show. Of course, they're going to have like safety measures, but I 100% think somebody's going to make like the crate challenge or some shit like that. So yeah. I see it coming. Yeah. It's going to get more cringeworthy. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, other topics. We got a few more, man. Um, we got to talk about OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, they did announce earlier this week that they were going to ban explicit sexual content on the app or on the uh, on their service. This was apparently done because uh, Visa and MasterCard and other credit card companies are kind of iffy about the whole porn thing. I think that was the whole thing with Pornhub, too. That's why they had to wipe their shit mm-hmm. uh, because apparently they i mean it's a whole thing where i think child sex trafficking and whatnot oh, and yeah. they you the one of them make sure their name is cleared because these organizations are going after these credit card companies saying why are you supporting this when we have this case right here that was underage girl and whatnot so they're putting pressure on the credit card companies the credit card companies were pulling out and only fans said okay from now on starting october 1st there's no more sexual explicit content allowed they were going to now allow nudes so it's still more explicit than instagram where you can barely even wear a thong without getting it take down (laughs) but um yeah they announced that of course all the women who made a lot of money were getting very upset um they were already talking about moving to other platforms and what they could do um they were upset that the platform made a name off of this kind of content and now selling that's just almost worth a billion dollars. <laughs> they want to shit on them and say, sorry, you can't do that no more. <laughs> Where it seemed like they had no problem with this kind of content in the past. Yeah. Uh, so people got very upset. Apparently they heard the concerns or the credit card companies heard their concerns. I don't know. But they did announce that they did suspend this um, this date or this announcement. They didn't say is not happening. They just yeah. said it's suspended. They put it on hold, yeah. Basically, yeah. They didn't say, you know, it's it's going to stay like this no matter what. They said it's suspended, but they did say um, that sexual explicit explicit content is still allowed on the platform until they say it isn't, basically. But <laughs> it's not going to be October 1st, so all y'all with y'all year-long subscriptions don't have to worry. You still good. <laughs> um, so what are your what are your thoughts on this figgy? How do you feel when you saw the announcement and how do you feel when you saw them take it back? Um, I was I was kind of shocked when they did that because we only know OnlyFans for, you know, adult content, to be honest. And we talked about it on the podcast before how OnlyFans wasn't the adult content 
um, service at one point. Yeah. And it just turned into that. But um, to me, I was I was kind of shocked. I didn't know about the whole uh, the uh, credit card and all that stuff, you know, that was going on with it. And I could I could see why they, you know, maybe want to change it. But um, I think, man, I think if they do go through with that and, you know, not have any type of, you know, nudity or adult content, I I, I just think that's kind of setting them up for failure, man. I think they might as well just close the app down because I don't know anybody. uh, To me, if, you know, if I wanted to put some clean content out there, regular content or maybe podcast content, I don't think I would go to OnlyFans. You got other services. You got Patreon out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, why would I go to OnlyFans and I could just sign up for Patreon and, and do that? And Patreon is more of the media, uh, more something for media and podcasts and, you know, stuff like that. So I I was just kind of confused. It's, it's kind of like, you know... It, I, I kind of thought about if Pornhub or or, or Uporn or the old ass sites decide to stop doing that and decide uh, decide to just become YouTube. You know what I mean, just put regular videos out there. It's kind of like like what's the what's the point of this? But um, like I said, I know about the you know credit card stuff. But um, yeah, I think I think I think eventually somebody gonna make some type of app. That's pretty much like a um, like a OnlyFans, but it, it it's probably gonna be ten times better, and OnlyFans probably gonna end up disappearing. Um, I don't know, man. I think they've made a name for themselves, um, and I do think some of the biggest names on on OnlyFans probably were just posting nudes, you know, and people were subscribing because they were like celebrities or people who were known. Um, I think that women who were, you know, having sex on camera and using dildos and shit, even though they made up a lot of it, um, I don't think those had the highest, highest, highest subscriptions. I could be wrong. I didn't look at the their their top whatever earners, but I, I would figure that the women who were semi celebrities who were just posting nudes are some of the biggest earners on there, and they would be okay. Um, but yeah, I think they're already. Uh, exploring other options for these creators. Um, I think Tyga said he was going to start something because he was upset about it because, you know, he'd be getting it on OnlyFans. (laughs) Yeah, the very explicit OnlyFans account. Um, So, yeah, man, I I think it's, you know, I I think people should have seen it coming in a way because, you know, uh, they, they always do this. They always do it. Instagram started off showing a whole lot of ass and yeah. damn near nudity and a lot of freak shit. Then when it got really big, they said, sorry, y'all. We yeah. cutting all that out. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, they always do this, man. So all these women got to have a backup plan. Um, Want to know Winter's thoughts. Maybe we got to hit her up and see what she thinks about all this. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's I, I, just teaches people you got to have a backup plan because no matter what, if you making money on a platform, they can always change the rules. Yeah. You know, they did it with YouTube. People used to make money off of YouTube pretty easily. And now it's hard to yeah. now, unless you're one of the biggest people on YouTube, you really ain't going to make a whole lot of money. Yeah. So uh, they can always change the rules. Be aware of that 
make sure y'all invest and explore other options if you do use that for income. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, or what you do, try to do the um the whole DM thing and just say yep. just try to, you know, sell your stuff like that. And <laughs> try yep. to try to beat the um the streaming services, I guess. <laughs> just try to, you know, just try to go to the people with it and not use no other service. Yeah, it's tough that way because you gotta I mean that's it takes real, a lot of time. That's the real but yeah. independent way. <laughs> it, it it really is. That's basically that's, the equivalent of selling sim- CDs out your trunk. Yeah, pretty much. You <laughs> pressing the C D yourself. Yeah. And going around and yeah. <laughs> that's tough. It is, man, but I mean you just gotta you gotta move carefully in these streets because all this stuff is ever changing and they could dump you in a second or all your content all right, in a second if they wanted gone. to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. Um, other topics, real quick, we could go ahead and wrap this up. Um, did you see Boozy on the Breakfast Club, Figgy? I saw a couple <laughs> clips, I couldn't watch that, man. I, I, to be honest, I was a little disappointed in the Breakfast Club. Uh, I don't understand these type of uh, you know, round table conversations they be trying to have. Um, like we're in 2021. I, I I don't believe in these round tables with grown ass people trying to change their mind or change their view on something. It's just and th- this is how I looked at this. Like they, they they literally had him on to, you know, talk about his comments towards, you know, gay people or stuff like that. It's just it didn't make sense. And uh I seen online they was getting slaughtered. <laughs> by this and I don't think they was getting slaughtered because uh, you know how they was doing uh, I, or uh, because they was taking Boosie's side I think it was more how you know how they was executing this and I was saying like damn uh, you know it's fucked up when Charlemagne is the bigger person in this whole room type thing I don't know what he was saying but um, it's just uh, I'm, I'm, I think it's. I think we need to slow down on trying to have these roundtable talks about racism and, and and you know how you feel about the LGBTQ. I just think as a grown ass person, you feel how you feel. That ain't gonna change at all. There's no way you're gonna change Boosie mind mindset. Like, true, it, it, it's, it's no way. The only thing you could he can do is maybe tone it down a little bit and not give his thoughts on certain stuff but um yeah uh, yeah <laughs> I, I agree but we still need to keep our favorite favorite show on going though the red table talk that needs to stay that's <laughs> our favorite show man we can't do away with that round table discussion yeah no that's but- that's actually cool <laughs> man that's actually cool because it's a cool setting and you know, I feel like anybody else. He he need to go on that show, did he? Man, I would dog. He, he I would pay. I would pay money to see Boozy on the Red Table <laughs> talk. Can you imagine Jada Pinkett's face yeah. when this fool gets up there and starts talking? Because you know he would tone it down. Though you know yeah. how Boozy is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I saw some of it. I saw about half. I think uh, I cut it off when they had a uh, transgender person 
sitting across and they started going back and forth and i'm like okay it's kind of like a mari episode man like yeah. my 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 husband hates gay people here's a gay person yeah. come out from behind the curtain let's, let's bring them out yeah <laughs> some super shit like that so i'm like yeah. okay that's when i cut it off yeah. uh but yeah i mean it, it was silly like boozy you ain't gonna talk no sense into him he is who he is he's ignorant and he admits it I mean, they they basically pointed out several times how much he's a hypocrite, you know, because he said things like, you know, no, no, talking about little nods that's getting in front of kids or whoever going up naked. And then they brought up, you know, what if it was a stripper or a girl? Would that be OK? And he said, well, I can't say I can't diss the strippers. Like I don't, yeah. I love the strippers. Don't <laughs> don't get me me against them. So I mean, he he definitely. Pointed out he was a hypocrite several times in the interview, and he just didn't give a shit. Yeah. He said it's my opinion, and fair enough, it's his it opinion. Yeah. But he don't need a platform like the Breakfast Club to express that opinion. But we already know what Boozy's opinion is. Yeah, it's 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 crazy because like, look, I'm and you know I I'm not the person to sit there and say, hey, you can't have this opinion. I think anybody is entitled to any opinion. They want you have your opinion. I have my opinion. I'm. It's not my responsibility to change how you feel about something. But however, I do feel like um, people need to learn on when to, you know they don't have to express their opinions. You. Um, I think people don't have to get on Instagram live and say how they feel about the LGBTQ. Like you don't have to do that. Like you could just sit there and be quiet and not even talk about it, like and and you know I understand there's some situations where you know in the interview somebody bring it up, and you know you might want to be a little honest and you give your honest answer. Like I you know I just I I kind of get it where I kind of understand that point and you know people get slaughtered for that, but I I just think um you know. B- you got to be people got to be smart, man. If your opinion not, is not that popular or if you know you're gonna you know get some flack on your on your um your uh opinion just don't say nothing you ain't got to say nothing i i do it all the time I, you know i work the show in the loop on sports radio 610 sometimes they be sometimes they be saying something i don't agree with <laughs> but i or you know i'm a, i ain't about to go out there and be like hey you know i gotta say my opinion sometimes i just be quiet <laughs> I just just don't say nothing. I just you know I know I ain't about to change their mind with my opinion. So sometimes it's just best to you know I think people need to learn to just be quiet. It's okay to have your own opinion about something. People have religious opinions, and you know some people still super old school. But just you know you ain't got to go out there and you know express it man especially if you're a celebrity you bringing in income and stuff like that and you know whatever you say can you know hinder that so that's why I, you know i keep going back to the baby like dog, like he literally didn't have to say that <laughs> like what was your purpose on you this wasn't a debate show where you know you had to explain why you don't really rock with the lg with gay people or something like dog, like you literally don't have to say that. It's it's cool to not even give your opinion on something because you know it's controversial. So I I think I think celebrities need to realize that they don't you know it's cool to just shut the fuck up, 
because you know your opinion going you know might get you in trouble. Yeah, but for Boozy, that's his brand at this point. Like that's who Boozy is, and that's why he does it. It gets in the the attention. It gets some people on his side. It gets a whole lot of people against him, but I'm sure he's used to that now. But that's Boozy's brand, and that's yeah, the problem. It, I mean, it's it's not even getting him canceled or nothing. Yeah, no, because so, he has nothing to get canceled from. That's what I'm saying. So it's kind of to me when I look at Boozy doing something like that, I look at like a regular Joe on Facebook yeah. giving his opinion. It, it's like it don't matter. It's it's not like he gonna get in trouble for it or you know, lose a job or something like that. Like, it don't even matter if your Facebook friend, you know, said the same shit Bootsy said. Yeah, but it matters because he gets the attention from it. And that's, like I said, that's his brand now, man. That's He he ain't in the news for music. Yeah. You know, he ain't made a hit in a long time. The only reason he was on The Breakfast Club is because, because of these of comments. Yeah. And you know he ain't really always speaking from the heart or just a real ass nigga who just says what's on his mind because they asked him about Tory Lanez and Meg and he said he ain't got nothing to say Yeah, because he likes both of them. Mm-hmm. So suddenly he was silent when he had something to say about other people's kids, the gay <laughs> agenda, all this stuff, because he knows what gets attention and he knows what he can say and still please his own fan base. Yeah, I mean, the issue really is on platforms like the breakfast club for giving him their platform when you already know you ain't gonna fucking change his mind, are you trying to make y'all selves look better by yeah. saying, "Hey, we're sticking up for gay people"? Look at us yeah. talking down on boozy. You already know it, who he is. Yeah, it's goofy to me. That's like us if, if this podcast decided, "Hey, let's bring in a racist person and have yes. a round table and talk." Like, no, I'm not wasting my time with that bullshit. Yeah, that's what fucking Oprah used to do, man. People forgot about that shit. She used to have fucking episodes with the Klan. And <laughs> like she was gonna teach them to not be racist, goofy yeah, ass shit, nah, man. Yeah, nah, it's stupid, man. Boosie is a grown ass person. His way is his way. It's just like that, uh, that older racist guy, that grandfather. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you know, you know, you ain't gonna change him at all. He's stuck in his ways. The Archie Bunker dude, he's, mm-hmm. he's stuck in his ways. He ain't changing that. Ain't no conversation with a black person gonna change that. And uh, to be honest, I learned that in 2020 with the whole, you know, George Floyd stuff. Because that's when everybody wanted to sit down and listen to black people, listen to what they got to say about the police and all this other stuff. That that shit still ain't work. People were still, um, you know, but what about this? But what about that? And, you know, it's, it's just like, look, man, people are who they are. I I just think, man, if you know, if you're a big time celebrity that you know could get canceled, I think you just gotta, you know, you gotta learn the game, man, and just just be quiet. If you feel, if you're, uh, if you're um, Blue Lives Matter, or you know, you're a MAGA supporter or something like that, and you know that can potentially, you know, mess up some endorsements or mess up your money or something like that. Like just you know, that's your opinion. Just just lay low, I guess. Support in silence or support yeah, it, support in the closet, I guess. It didn't work for the baby, but I mean it works for Boozy because I mean this is his platform, this gets him attention. Like he was on the show promoting his new reality show. Yeah. You know, so I mean he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing with this type of thing. He made a song that I'm sure got the most plays of any song he's released 
in probably five to ten years. <laughs> so I mean, he knows what he's doing, man. But just yeah. people need to stop giving this shit the time of day and attention and headlines. I know yeah. it's easy bait to say, "Can you believe what Boozy said today?" But y'all yeah. gotta stop promoting that shit. Y'all gotta yeah. stop clicking on it. I'm to blame st- too. Yeah, you gotta start ignoring people, man. <laughs> stop clicking on it. Stop hitting play. Stop giving it attention so people stop reporting on it because I mean they're just preying on uh what you they already know people gonna click on. So mm-hmm. that's all I gotta say about that. And last and definitely least. There was a new movie announced today. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh. Apparently, ATL, uh, Ti is getting the band back together <laughs> for the sequel to his smash hit ATL, which is just called ATL Two. <laughs> apparently, they have Lauren London in the trailer. They had uh, I, I use the word trailer loosely. It's not really a trailer. It's just a slow motion video of the original cast of the movie walking <laughs> down the street <laughs> and like an empty parking lot or something. It looked like they walking in Tyler Perry's uh, Yes, studio. <laughs> they're walking straight to the DVD rack because <laughs> uh, you know this movie ain't going to be released in no fucking theatrical form. So, uh, yeah, this is going straight to Amazon Prime. Not even Prime. It's the free version of Amazon, probably. <laughs> so, uh, what do you think about uh, this? Is Jasmine Taylor movie too? We got to get her opinion one day. But what do you think about this announcement of ATL two? And are you confident that it'll be even worth watching, let alone good? Some people call me Till, but this is about another. Kind of <laughs> Look, I, man, I don't give a damn about this movie, bro. I I seen the movie a couple times. And during that moment, I, I felt like this is one of those movies. I wouldn't sit here and call this movie straight up trash. I felt like this movie had its moment during the time. It was like in the 2000s. And, you know, it was, a you know, during that time. It's, it's, it's like when you go back in the 2000s and it's, it's a certain song you ain't really care for, but it made sense during that time. So, um yeah, I, I watched it a couple times, but I don't give a shit about this movie, and I would not see this part two. Shit, I I, I don't care. <laughs> this uh, yeah, I just I just don't get what like what's the part two? It, this is I feel like this might be a cry for help, man. I feel, <laughs> I feel like Ti trying to find something. Um, he yeah, his music. I, although I think his music don't sound, but his newer music don't sound bad. But I think nobody give a shit about him now. I think he's trying to find something to, you know, to get going. But I think I think people are tired of T.I. I don't know how the podcast is doing. If, if he's still doing the podcast, I know he got that little, um, you know, the, the little case or whatever going on. But I, I feel like he I feel like this is a cry for help. We always talk about the the uh, the part twos of albums and shit like this. I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to make a, a trap music part two album or something. Or I'm, I'm trying to think of his other albums, Ur, Urban Legend Part Two. <laughs> so I, I this seemed like a cry for help to me, man. And that trailer looked got got off. I know that wasn't the official official trailer. It looked like it was just shot with an iPhone. Yeah, in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> like you put the slow mo on there, <laughs> but this is yeah. 
I just I just don't get it, man. I like I don't know. Maybe people were asking for this. I don't. I, apparently, people was asking for coming to America too. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I I don't give a shit <laughs> shit about this movie, man. Yeah, man. It might be rough for Ti. He did get kicked off out the MCU. He was in the Ant Man movies. Oh yeah, he ain't get brought back once some cases came to light. Damn. So, yeah, maybe it's hard for him. Maybe he's looking for something. Um, y'all know how I feel about T.I. I've never been a fan. I I didn't enjoy the first movie, really. I did like Big Boy. I thought he was the best part of I ATL. know that is who I think it is. <laughs> he was such a great villain that, like, I wish he was a villain in Idlewild, too. Because that would have made that movie a lot better for me. But Big Boy, Big Boy should have done more acting. He yeah. was a great villain in that movie, man. He was so funny. He wouldn't he say he wouldn't give nobody no handshakes, no germs, brother. He dapped everybody up. Man, Bill's about to ring right now. <laughs> Ooh. Now, ain't you supposed to be in class there, boy? Man, what you rolling on? 24? Nah, see, that's why you need to be in class, bud. I'm 28. Where you rule at? <laughs> I need to get myself relief. <laughs> Dog, Big Boy was such a good villain. That was the only thing I liked about fucking ATL. I didn't like the fucking roller skating shit they were doing. Yeah. I didn't like Lauren London. I mean, she looks good, but I don't think she gave a particularly great performance in that. T.I. is T.I. I don't like him. <laughs> but uh, Big Boy was great, and he wasn't even shown in this little trailer. I don't know if he's going to be in the movie or not. I would assume he is, because what else is Big Boy doing, really, at this point? But uh, yeah, man, I'm not looking forward to this. I know it's gonna be bad. People got to be careful what y'all wish for because y'all always see a clip of an old movie go viral and y'all say they should remake it, yeah. and then they do and it's terrible. Stop <laughs> saying this, man. Boy, please, huh? please what? <laughs> what? what? Please what? <laughs> Boy, you're shaking like a stripper tighten up. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in you to see. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the part where he was like, well, I know that ain't who I think it is. Mm-hmm. There you go. I know that ain't who I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how that little part just came back to life in yep. 2021. <laughs> yep. No, that was a classic moment, man. I'm glad it got a meme revival. But yeah, Big Boy was the only good thing about ATL to me. And if he's in, I'm not going to say I'm going to watch the movie, but I'm definitely going to look up the clips of Big Boy if he's in ATL, too. (laughs) Um, Hopefully bring back that classic line. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to watch this bullshit, man. I don't want to see these old niggas revise their 20-year-old roles. Yeah. Yeah. Lauren London, a little chunky. (laughs) T.I. brother is now way taller than him. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? And just, no, just some, uh, how much you want to bet that it'd be some type of Nipsey tribute in oh, this movie? <laughs> because oh <laughs> man, yeah, yeah, they're definitely gonna have that scene. They definitely yep. gonna have that scene mm-hmm. where they they are at the very least like walk by a Nipsey mural or something. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there's definitely gonna be some kind of which won't make sense since it's fucking in Atlanta. Yeah, but like and- you know they gonna put something in there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, uh, y'all, if y'all watch that movie, let us know how yeah, it is. We might bring, have to bring we'll in. bring you on the podcast if you watch yes, that movie. And, watch it. You got to bring proof that you actually watch the entire movie. You got to act the whole movie out too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I know Jasmine gonna watch it, so we probably just gonna ask Jasmine how she feels about it. Yeah, because you know she's gonna watch ATL too. She loved ATL one, so yeah, we'll definitely have Jasmine on to share her thoughts on how she feels about ATL two. But me and Figgy will not be watching that particular feature film. <laughs> um, <laughs> is there anything else we missed? I think that about wraps it up for this week, man. Yeah. Go ahead, bring in that Anita. Uh, Need the Anita. I'm also very proud that oh, my wife is white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my wife is white. My yeah. wife is white. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all know what time it is. Time to wrap up another great edition of the podcast. Thank y'all all for listening. Uh, thank y'all, everybody who's been with us since day one, who listens to In the Loop 10 to 2. Sports Radio 610, Figgy Fig, Curating oh, the Vibes. Wait, I know, I know we wrapping it up, but I got to tell you what happened today. I don't know if you was listening. Go so, ahead. Um, we got a little bit on the show where we kind of poke fun at a uh, friend of the show, JR Sport Brief. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And, uh, so, he said something last night. He was talking about the Texans, so we were just making fun of it. Tell me why he called in at noon. <laughs> he, he, called, he actually called... He called the regular hotline, and I ain't, reco- oh, I ain't recognize the number. You know, I thought it was just somebody um, just you know calling with some tickets, and I picked it up. He like, hey, this is this Jr. I, I heard y'all was talking about me or something. <laughs> I'm like, I had to make sure it was him, and so I was like, hey man, I'm. Like, he like, yeah, people texting me, and you know how you talk. Yeah, uh, New York ass accent. Yeah, you know they were texting me. And I was trying to, you know, I didn't know what was going on. He kind of sounded like a a, 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 diff, a, a Jay-Z-like. But he, um, I was like, yeah, remember I had you on the podcast last year? And he actually remembered me. Okay, okay. So, so he was like, yeah, um, yeah, let me talk to the guys and have some fun. So I'm like, all right. So uh, I told Landry, I'm like, hey, JR Sport Brief is on the phone right now. And uh, it was fun. It was it was funny. It was a funny moment. Check. It, I gotta check look it that up, man. What yeah. hour was that in? I gotta look that. That up. was uh, so we was talking about them um, around eleven twenty ish, and they called in noon. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. I, I do be hearing Jr. almost every night because I be driving around at night sometimes, go to the gym real late, and uh, yeah. So yeah, he, I, I did hear him talk about the Texans, and he talked. He called the AFC South the toilet bowl. Yeah. So I heard that, and I was like, I wonder if anybody else heard it because I know y'all gonna yeah. be on the show. No, Landry, he did. Landry heard it. Yeah. And we actually played that part. So we yeah. was just like, wow, <laughs> because the whole joke is he be saying some stuff that's. That's fucking common. Yes, yes. Like Tom I, I, Brady is the greatest said, quarterback ever. He said, uh, you know, I don't think the Tennessee Titans are going to win the Super Bowl. And I was like, <laughs> hot take there, man. Yeah. Hot take. I don't think they are either. He, he was like, if you, and then he also said something like, if you, if you win the division, you'll probably make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> so we like no shit really nah. 
Nah, nah. Shout out to Jr. Yeah, though, man. man. That, that man really did grind, uh, and he got it from the mud, dog. Yeah. Uh, he said he'll be in Houston soon, and okay. Probably, and he gonna slide through. He'll probably come up here to do his show. So okay. maybe we can have him more. Oh, for sure, man. All jokes aside, nah, I fuck with Jr. Dog. Me too, He's a good man. Dude. Me He's too. He's a good dude. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Shout out to him, man. It's all just jokes. Yeah. But uh, nah, dude, it's funny. He's, he's super New York. Like you knew, you know, he's a New York nigga, man. He called the show. Yeah. He looked up y'all hotline. Yeah. And called during the show. Yeah. Yeah. He a real New York nigga, man. He took that personal. That was like Cameron calling him. Yeah. When Fifty Cent was talking shit on Hot ninety seven. <laughs> uh, so before I out talk that uh that that I'm gonna check that out on the podcast seconds. though. Okay. Uh, thank everybody who listens to the podcast. Thank uh, TabTechUnlockSim.com. Make sure y'all check that out. Get a SIM card to unlock your phone. Also, earbuds. Also, all kind of phone accessories. Make sure y'all check that out. Shout out to Jasmine holding out the podcast. She always does. And, of course, the man, Thicky Thick himself. I am Ryan Rocket, Ginger Juice Podcast. And until next time. Peace.